Hey everybody, welcome back to the Boot Hill Hunt Camp Podcast. Here in Missouri, deer season is quickly winding down, if not over yet, uh, for many of us here. Uh, But we're looking forward to turkey season. And two of the things we carry with us in the turkey woods all the time is a nuke and blind. It's a quick set blind. Uh, You can set it up in a matter of seconds and be completely concealed. And uh, it really gives you the upper hand on the old old gobbler. So check them out, nuke them blinds. They're on Instagram and uh facebook and everywhere they're uh <clears throat> newcomhunting.com n-u-k-e-m-h-u-n-t-i-n-g.com check them out man pat's got it going on over there he's going to be at the nwtf he's also going to be at the uh i think the atf yeah check him out go holler at him he's got some good stuff uh and also keep strutting uh very very good friends of ours he'll be at the nwtf booth him chris haley me erica flatty we're all going to be there come check us out i'm not sure what booth number it is yet but it's keepstrutting.com k-e-e-p-s-t-r-u-t-t-i-n.com they got some badass calls he's coming out with one right now it's a blue ma mahi or blue ma i think that's a fucking fish but blue maho or some shit like that beautiful call but he's got all mouth calls, anything you can think of turkey hunting. He's got it. Uh, come by and check us out. The keep strutting booth NWTF. And, uh, also my good friend, Trent McKinney, MCK cattle company. Uh, he's got packages going on right now for beef. Uh, if you need to get a hold of Trent, give me a holler. I can get you hooked up with him. That's MCK cattle company or Trent McKinney or Jessica McKinney, his wife on Facebook. Also, if you're missing pheasant hunting in pheasant season, go check out the bearded uplander on all social platforms. Good friend of ours, Tim Brown. We was unfortunately didn't get to go pheasant hunting this year up there. Scheduling and <clears throat> deer hunting and everything, everything got in the way this year, but, uh, Tim's got some really good stuff on his social media pages. Go, go check him out. And if you're, uh, gearing up for turkey season, I highly recommend backwoods life on their YouTube channel, backwoods beards. Uh, but their YouTube channel is Backwood Life, but their little series they do for all their turkey hunting is Backwood Beards, and they got more. All their last year's episodes will be coming out in February. So go check them out, Backwoods Life. Also, our good friend Dave Owens, Pinoti Project. Uh, if you hadn't checked out Pinoti Project on YouTube, I suggest you do so and uh, give them two boys a follow and a like and, and watch their stuff and get you pumped up for this turkey season. But anyways... We're back in the studio after a long deer season, and uh, we're going to get back at it. I'm going to get some of these old podcasts edited and shipped out to y'all, and we're going to start recording some new ones, man. We love y'all, and thank y'all for the support. Listen to the lyrics. And I feel right at home where I belong. I had that feeling coming over me again. Just like it happened so many times before. You hadn't heard this song, Chad? Never. Oh, the classic. Mm. This is If You Hunt. We might play the whole thing. 
<laughs> Ted Nugent might take us out. <laughs> now he would be upset with us. No, I don't think so. No. We need to get him on. Boy, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? I'm email him. Good inside. And I knew his name, and it was good to see him again. Cause in the wind, he's still alive. Oh, Fred Bear, walk with me down the trails again. Take me back. You know who Fred Bear is, right? Yeah. Archery dude, you know who Ted Nugent is. You see the hunting shows and shit. Yeah, Oh, sweaty Teddy. Yeah, Dad. I may. Dad may want that played at his funeral for real. Hmm. He gets Jack <laughs> like the first time we went to deer camp. You know, we don't. We're roughing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn this shit on my phone, you know, and let it play. I had it downloaded, and he was like, "What the hell? Hell yeah!" Wait, he's cooking breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Good day, boys. That was always a my lucky song was "Man in a Box" by Alice in Chains. Mm-hmm. If I hear that on the way to the stand or that blind or whatever, we're having a good day. Mm. Yeah. Was I alone or in a hunter's dream? Cause the moment of truth. Was here and now. I felt his touch, I felt his guiding hand. The buck was mine forevermore. Because of Fred Bear, I walked down. Yeah, him and Fred Bear were real tight. Yeah, yeah, they actually hunted together. Yeah, they were good buddies, taught him a lot of stuff. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, that's a hunting classic. I can't remember who sang it. Mossy Yonks Walk Bottom Dew Drop Crawling. Old Tom Answering a Hoot I'll Call In. It's a pretty big name country star. Mm. But I um, can't remember who it was now. So, first opinions of Fred Bear. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a, it is eight minutes long. Man. I did not know that. <laughs> that's uh that's like Freebird. No crap. Yeah. So we're at four minutes and we're going into a heavy guitar solo. Yeah, it's it's let's see, we'll skip ahead. How's he bring it home? Still like two minutes left. <laughs> I went too far. Ends of the soul. And get a thrill. Let him go up into the northwest and tangle with the grizzly bear, the polar bear, and the brown bear. To get this effect, the cleanse of the soul. I'm going to go ahead and fade it out, but there's still 40 seconds left in the song. <laughs> That's the studio version. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the classic. <clears throat> well, welcome to the Boot Hill Hunting Camp. Uh, it is, let's see, what, December 7th? December yep. 7th. Yeah. Uh, here in southeast Missouri, and we are... Still an old deer. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's 
I, I mean, physic- some of us have. I physically, well, I have, well, a, I have a deer physically. It's still an old buck for for major- majority of it. True. Yeah. yeah. We'll get into that, but it's. I don't know. We, uh, like I said, we uh, we didn't start the podcast because we were great hunters. I guess no. Maybe, I think we feel like we should be better. Chad was good, and then you're, he's got Chad's gotten worse since he's since joined. joined. I hadn't yeah. tried a buck since I started this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I if just, I have. I just I just realized that last podcast. No, I haven't either. Man. I might need to. Uh, well, I, I might, might need to bow out. I might need to take a break. Then we'll wait for I take that back. Uh, the first time I came on the podcast was after the last buck I shot. Yeah, that's that one I shot uh, with the right, red uh, rifle. Yeah, the year right after mine, I think. Yep. And uh, came on to talk about it. I think that was my first time on the podcast. I have to go back and listen. Can't remember. Then, then no more. No more. No moss. No. <laughs> no more. But uh, we are in uh, the bustling metropolis of Glennonville, Missouri, uh, hanging out here at the office slash bar and casino. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's me, Joey Carperine, and we got Justin Beer. Hey, how we doing? And Chad Davis. How are they going, the guys? No, not anymore. Oh, well, the wannabe killer. The, the gather. Yeah. Yeah, the he's out was, picking berries. I know it's tough, man. I, uh, I'm thankful I had a buddy give me a deer uh, <laughs> two days ago. Uh, he's a landowner. Uh, shout out Cody if you're listening. Uh, but he knows I haven't got any, and we want some in the freezer. And uh, the girls were talking shit. He called me. He's like, "Hey, I got a deer I could give to you," and. uh so I went and gutted it and hung it up. And uh of course I don't Cody, we don't know if we talked on here or not. He's gonna come on sometime uh, and talk to us a little bit about uh how he hunts. He was injured when we were nineteen or twenty and uh paralyzed now. And uh but he hunts I guess I'm damn near every day. Mm-hmm. You figure. Quite a bit, yeah. Yeah. Um or not every day, you know what? As often as he can. Um, and he's got that track chair, which is pretty badass. Um, I see Missouri veterans, uh, disabled veterans group and stuff use those. Mm-hmm. They must have a contract, but they're the shit. Uh, they're hard to push out from pool three at Coon Island when right. the battery goes dead, but <laughs> uh, they, uh, they're pretty badass. But anyway, he shot a deer and asked me if I wanted to meet. And so I went to help him, and uh, I, my kids were like, thank goodness Cody got one. <laughs> Can't wait on dad here. I was frying that inner loin, and I was like, hey, now, y'all got tags, too, that ain't fit. And they're like, well, we, we, go with any, you. They go, we didn't see any deer. And I'm like, oh. And they're like, yeah, whose fault is that, dad? I don't understand it. Yeah. Like it's, And then every time I'm bow hunting, the only deer that are in range is spikes or, you know, something yeah. random is Anyway, we'll get into the deer season uh, a little bit later. We're going to uh, get in a, a guest here. We're going to call uh, a podcast. I don't know, what would you call him? Not a. It's not a regular. Pot, you know, because he hadn't uh, been, he's on been regular. mentioned. He's been, he's mentioned been on several. the podcast before. He's yeah. been mentioned. So, what category would that put him in? 
Just a fan. Yeah. No, not a fan because he's been on he uh, uh well, a friend been, of the show. Yeah, there you go. I would say a friend of yep. the show. And according to my dad, the greatest deer hunter of all time. The the goat. Perfect timing. Yeah. The goat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to uh, call my cousin here, Jacob Daffron. Little uh, Jacobs from uh, Arkansas. Uh, lives in the Jonesboro area. And uh, Avid Hunter, big fan of the podcast. He's been on a catfish episode, catfish tournament here a couple of years ago. We had a good one on there. And he was there. So, oh, shit, I got him turned down. Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. We're on the, we're on the air, baby. All right. We're live, huh? Yeah. We just got done introducing Fred Bear to Chad. I, how are you, bow hunter? You've never heard the song. I don't know. I mean, I've heard of I've heard of the guy, but just never heard of the song. <clears throat> I think it was on the uh, beginning credits of Tom Miranda's hunting show back in the day. I believe like you're right. F fourteen yeah. taking off on an aircraft carrier. I'm pretty sure, like right as the guitar solo hit. <laughs> really? That's yeah, was that that's about, those memories was, from was being that about a minute, kid. Minute five, or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was about minute. Uh, Four through seven, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. There's like an eight minute song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can listen to that across town, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, I was telling them a little bit about. Uh, that's Dad's jam, uh, and I'm. Oh yeah, you, you've been around when that. What, what happened? <laughs> what what's that happens when Dad hears that one? Oh man, he gets fired up. And starts <laughs> telling stories, and usually it was Clay. I think it started playing at it around the fire. And he gets fired up over that. Yeah. Yeah, you play it in the morning when he's cooking breakfast. It's go time. <laughs> Turned into Rambo. Yep. Well, I introduced uh, who you are a little bit. Of course, you're a podcast. I, we're trying to think of what to call you. I would say friend of the podcast. We're a podcast alum? I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, you're not a regular, but you've been on before, mentioned numerous times. So we was, I was thinking friend of the podcast. How does that sound? Oh. I'm losing you. We're having that issue again. Oh, I'm hearing you good. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> what What would you say? Friend of the podcast? Is that a good title for you? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Friend of the podcast. And then what What pronouns do you prefer? <laughs> uh, what is it? Z? XE? However they go with it? Yeah, I don't know. We'll go with, uh, we'll go with he, him. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> um, yeah, we introduced. It's on, uh, my, it's on my Instagram handle, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> you want to give your Instagram out? <laughs> oh, no. It's just Jacob underscore Daffron. The only thing is, I probably won't add you unless I know you. So that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. Cool deal. Well, um, Chad uh, reiterated my dad's strong, strong feelings that you are the goat. <laughs> um, how did how did the title become around? No, this is a good thing uh, we're prepared. Yeah, we got shit to talk about, but um, we're gonna try to call him back one more time. We're gonna pause it here and see what we can come up with, and then uh, I've got one potential option as a backup guest. But if we have to stoop that low, oh, he's trying. He's trying to. Start. I'll be really concerned. Uh, but we we may stoop that low and call the second guest. We'll see. Oh shit! It's now I got you. You got me? Okay. I, I stayed in one spot. I don't know what happened. 
All right, we got you back now. I told them I, I have one backup guest option, but it's uh, it's pretty. <clears throat> hey, no, no, right here. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, um, it's pretty bad. I hope we don't have to stoop that low, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. I don't want to diet Dr Pepper, bro. <laughs> um. All right, Jake. Uh, like we were talking about, uh, Chad was saying earlier, and Dad, that uh, you're probably the greatest of all time, the goat, according to him. Uh, so what did you have? What what happened this deer season? Give us a, a sixty second recap. How did that happen? I don't know. My <laughs> phone. My phone switched from a roadcaster to my phone. It sounded like I was talking to you across the uh, across the Dagum house. So. <laughs> All right, I don't know if we'll edit this out or not, but for the uh, third time, yeah, give us about a sixty second tutorial <laughs> on how this season went. As about a sixty second, yeah, just overview, and yeah. then we'll dig into the details. But as the greatest hunter of all time, how, how, did, it, how did how did that all happen? <laughs> I'm probably lucky it's hunter, hunter of all time. Uh, earlier, kind of later in October, I was able to shoot a uh, smaller eight point on public ground. Uh, had a pretty good rifle season hunting up there with Joey. Uh, shot a pretty decent 10. And then uh, the next weekend, second weekend in gun season, I was able to shoot a, another older 10 and a doe with my seven-year-old. So pretty successful season for me. Heck yeah. Well, what do you got, Joey? Um, donated meat. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, I got a I'm I got not. a deer. My buddy let me borrow. <laughs> uh, but uh, <clears throat> so far, nothing else. Well, that uh, I mean, facts are facts, right? Yeah. You know, like evidence is evidence. At some point, I'm just gonna have to really look at the numbers, and you know, Dad's never been one to bullshit me before. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, he may be right. He could be right. Um, all right. So uh, tell, uh, go, just go ahead and tell us about it, and we'll pick your brain as we go through, and I'll see if I can improve. Dad doesn't, you know, Dad thinks every year is his last, you know. And uh, so I'm going to try to make him proud before he goes, you know. So let me pick <laughs> your brain a little bit. The first one was in uh, October. How'd that go down? Yeah. Um, October 20th. I, um, was able to hunt a spot on the public ground, uh, not too far from where I live and kind of a tougher spot to get to. And I think that's what makes it a decent spot. And, um, but it was October 20th, ended up catching a smaller eight coming through and he, uh, gave me a nice, barely quarter and two shot at 22 yards. And then he piled, piled up about 50 yards away. Um, I was able to get some help dragging him out. That that's what that's what's great. Hunting the public grounds uh, grounds fun and all until you have to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he, I, it's in a decent spot that I was hunted. I shot a buck in there last year too. So it's just kind of one of those places that over the years I was able to locate it. Um. And it's been working out for me. I've hunted a few times since then. Had some other uh, smaller buck encounters, uh, and then continued hunting public ground. Had some other 
close calls with some holler bucks and does. Um, they will pass them, and then um, till we come up to uh, our family hunt up there in Missouri. Mm-hmm. You're going to go into that as well. Well, it sounds like to me that you just like any of us. First time you get to a spot in the new area, you randomly pick an area you want to go and check things out, and you run into a good deer, and then you just keep going there and keep killing good deer. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Just that simple. Just randomly. I just kind of throw a dart, you know, at the map, and it seems to work out. Uh, So I'm telling you, luckiest hunter. Uh, No, this is one of those places that you just kind of, I eliminated through uh, e-scouting and I've hunted this piece of public for quite a few years now. And, um, and I hunt in several different ways, but you know, you're either looking for pinch points or some kind of funnel. Sometimes with this river bottom ground, it's hard to actually funnel them down. So when you do find a feature that does it, it's one that you tend to want to hunt. And then of course, if the signs there, then it, it kind of just justifies what you saw on your e-scouting. Um, but it's kind of hunting several different ways, using your geographical features in order to, to find your spot or just hitting the ground, boots on the ground, just scouting. And uh, this is just kind of a combination of both of those. It was a scenario that kind of looked like you hear everybody talk about an overlooked spot. This, and uh, without giving too much away, I, um, just using certain terrain features to pinch deer down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use water, um, uh, inside corners on fields or, uh, levee systems or however you want to do it. Water, mainly the big one here in this river bottom. Mm-hmm. So what and, about, or go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, I was going to go like more into your rifle season. How, <clears throat> how do you, like, what's your strategy up there in the big hills and big timber? Yeah, see, Chad, Chad, so, Chad's I, trying to get up there with us if we can get a, the dates right. He's got uh, rifle oh, well. season issue. Family comes in. It's like a holiday. They do thanks. Y'all do Thanksgiving yeah. the first weekend of rifle, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so he can't get out there then. But um, oh well, deer hunting's way more popular or way more important than that. So just skip whatever you have going on Thanksgiving. Come out with us. Yeah, I know. Well, he, but he's looked at the topo maps, and I've showed him some places we go, and you know, just kind of the general layout because he hunts some other hill ground. Um, probably not that far away, really. Ellington, I mean, like what an hour maybe? Mm, I wouldn't well, say that from where you're at. Less, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he, um, you're trying to learn, you know, pick people's brain, which is always good. Um, so he's kind of he kind of knows the layout, at least especially the areas we hunt, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, what was it? What did you ask about the rifle? Uh, just basically oh, yeah. like what strategy you use in, in big timber like that. And, you know, kind of like in areas like that where a lot of the trains, you know, pretty well the same. Yeah. So uh, with your mostly your big woods, what seems to work for me is obviously you're going to be looking at terrain features and your topo maps. Um, and what I'm a big fan of is of course like you hear everybody talk about is saddles but if you look for um the more subtle saddles um so you of course you've got your big ridge system and you've got two high points and you've got a saddle in between. but your secondary ridges a lot of times on the sides of those are also going to have small saddle saddles on them as well and that's uh, another feature that i'll use 
So you're, they're not the obvious saddle that sticks out on the map. They're much more subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems to work for me. Uh, the area that I've had a lot of success in is a, uh, it's a, it's a smaller saddle, but it is still a saddle where, um, one draw works up to a, uh, ridge top. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know what happened there. Maybe I'll come back, but I know what he's talking about. Like I was, I think I've said it on here before with the snow that one, uh, last year we mm-hmm. had that snow and uh, me and Troy were walking in and we saw that, that all these tracks and we're like why are they cutting across right here and it was just a little just a little dip you know yeah. like visibly you wouldn't have even noticed it yeah but it was for whatever reason that's where they want to be and uh it was kind of weird um but something i wrote down you know definitely marked on my on x and stuff uh you back yeah i'm back i don't know i haven't moved so yeah i don't, I don't know, know. It, dro- it just dropped completely it could be the internet out here man it's uh it can it can do that at times too. Well, there's just so many people I here in Glenville on the internet. Just well, the casinos, bump, <laughs> yeah. the casinos bumping up front. Yeah. We got a hell of a poker game going on and up in up in the prime bar. time in the bar prime yeah. time right now. Yeah, oh, is that where y'all at? You're at the bar tonight. Well, yeah, back we're back in the office. Yeah, and uh, hanging out. Kyle's out of town, working, and, uh, doing that. But yeah, we were you were talking about your subtle saddles and things like that. I, telling them about that trail in the snow that I found last year, um, just tore up with, with this cross traffic across this little ridge I was walking up and it didn't make any sense. Um, but that's the spot they go. And when you look at it again, you're like, yeah, there's a little variation here. There's a little, you know, this, you can start to see why they picked that spot. There's, you know, in the draw, it might be really thick and brushy just right there downwind or downhill of it. You're like, yep, well, that's where they're bedding, and this is the nicest place to come out. But it doesn't – those beds and shit and those trails aren't like in an ag field like we're used to in food mm-hmm. plots where you know where they're bedding and you know where they're going. It's kind of just an idea of picking the right trail and the right wind and not getting busted. Whereas out there, it's like, you know, you got to – dark. Yeah. Like I, I think I treated it, Big Woods, like a – I used to treat it as a rifle hunt when I first started. And now I treat it like a bow hunt, like trying to look for little things to get you in range. <clears throat> that seems to help too. Yeah. But what's your, what Daphne, what's yours? Uh, <sighs> that's crazy. I think that that's probably one of my biggest things is I go up there kind of with the same mindset. Like I'm, I'm rifle hunting, you know, yeah. I don't look for the fine details. Hey, yeah. <clears throat> because you know with right, a rifle, yeah, I mean, you can hit it with 100 yards away where mm-hmm. with a bow you need to be within 40 mm-hmm. yeah we we can hear you okay all right we're gonna try it one more time if you cut out again we're gonna have to do something different i got you yeah you I keep driving him like an old girlfriend i know <laughs> oh girl but oh. i keep calling yeah <laughs> yeah you keep calling too <laughs> yeah old girlfriend phone numbers those are the only ones i have memorized I don't have about no, that? I don't have nothing memorized. I may be in trouble for saying that. Maybe so. I'm talking about junior <laughs> junior high. Yeah, girls. we gotta go back. Yeah. I'm talking about junior high. Yeah. Not may have to now. cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we at twenty six oh six. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like old junior high stuff. You know, yeah. like when you had to know people's numbers. Y'all yeah. had phones back then. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah, we, uh, we had phones. <laughs> Chad's like, yeah, we was we're prior to beepers. Yeah, that's where I am. Yeah, no, it's. 
Uh, I don't even know my mom's phone number right now. I still remember my parents. Oh, they're an old one. Yeah. But I'm talking about her cell phone right now. I have no idea. I don't know is. my mom's, no. I know but my I dad's, could, but not my mom's. I could tell you that girl from seventh grade. You, know, <laughs> you had to dial it with that rotary ro- ro- uh, Rotary. Uh, uh, all right, where were we? So on your rifle hunt, Daffron, um, yeah. how'd it go down this time specifically? Uh, You're looking for those features as you go and stuff, and then uh, what happened? So, um, we got out of camp a little late that morning and, uh, it was already daylight by the time I left. So I decided to still hunt my way up to where I, I normally hunt. I have an opening morning spot that I usually go and it's, how it's come, uh, been pretty successful. How come you morning. weren't up early enough? <laughs> Cause nobody woke up early enough. Uh, I have to cut that out too. God dang. <laughs> What's happening up in the It's hills? hard to sleep up there sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's hard to sleep, why wouldn't you up early? Yeah. Well, it was it's hard to go to bed. Okay. Me and yeah. da- me yeah, and Daffin, okay. me and Daffin are usually two of the last, the last amigos hanging out around the campfire with your magic Sometimes fire. we fall asleep at the campfire. Yeah. That's happened a few times. Yeah. Had the magic fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Magic yeah. fire. Oh, we ain't even talked about it. Do you know Eve knows? Yeah. I know he knows. Did we talk yeah, about we that, that on last podcast? one? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. He, he's pissed off about that. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of, I, I work my way up a ridge usually and it's a, um, kind of like that military crest. Those are trails just off the side of a ridge and I kind of still hunted my way up that ended up running into a few deer, let them pass through. And uh, worked my way up to the top of a ridge that I normally hunt. And as I'm just picking my way through as quiet as I can, um, I, it's a little one of those saddles, the subtle saddles. It doesn't really show up on a map much, but it, in person, you can definitely tell. Um, and as I'm cresting the top part of the saddle, uh, I've got a big log down, and I can see um, a tree moving on the other side of that log and I end up throwing my binoculars up seeing if it's dove and she's feeding on a sapling uh, right there and I can just see her head so I crouch down she ends up passing um, from left to right behind that log and it's kind of hard to see him I can see the top of her head and I'm watching her and I look over to the side and I see it's a buck and I notice it's a pretty decent buck and um took me a second to get a shot through because of course where he had to open shot at him i really didn't know that he was a buck at the time so i had to pick my way through a six spot shoot uh, about 60 yard shot um whenever i was able to shoot him and uh didn't make the best shot on him he as he entered into my shooting lane i shot just a hair late hit him back and um it took me I shot him at like seven thirty. I didn't find him until about two thirty. Mm. So that was a uh, long, long morning and afternoon. Um, the only blood I found, I could tell it was gut. So I tried to give him several hours. I sat up on the ridge and made a cup of coffee and just kind of hung out and then started doing circles and and pretty much just body searching. At that point, I was able to find him eventually about two thirty in the afternoon, late up. And he was stiff. He'd been dead for a while. I ended up shooting him in the liver. So you had, um, you ju- you didn't have any blood trail uh, to speak of? Very, very little. And what I had was gut. So I knew that there wasn't going to be much uh, much of a blood trail. So you just ended up, you just knew a direction it went and grid searched basically or circled and Yeah, and he, he didn't, 
he didn't run the way that like if you if you were to seen it you what direction he ran originally you would think you would think he was just followed off this point and gone straight down but he didn't he ended up side hilling for a while the blood yes. that I did find was side hilling in the different direction he actually changed and then he went downhill so it took me uh, it took me quite a while to find him and uh, man you talk about relief I looked over and I was looking to blow down I look over and he's a pretty good buck I could see his G three sticking up and man just a just a sigh of relief whenever I found him because uh, those woods got pretty gray and cold and bleak for a little while until I found him. Yeah, yeah. He and um, and I've got him now. Uh, clean him up for you and and uh, bleach him out. Get you a Euro mount going. And uh, shit, I got. See, I've been secretly devising this plan. I've got three of your deer right now. <laughs> <laughs> claim as your own. I put them. I got a. I got an OnlyFans, and I hang them in my living room when I'm videoing and stuff. <laughs> my daddy would never love me enough as a hunter, so I got to find it elsewhere. And so I've been. I've been hanging your deer in my living room for backdrop, but um, <laughs> the things there, they've seen. Yeah. So is there any food sources that you kind of, when you're trying to make it to your morning spot, is there anything you focus on up there or, or is it just. So typically it's kind of monotonous hardwood timber. Yeah, okay. So you're in the acorns this year. Um, they suck. And which is weird because I hunt a place, private ground in Arkansas that's not too far from there. And we were loaded up with acorns. But yeah. there, there was, there was nothing. Yeah, it was so crazy. they were feeding on natural browse. So. You know, the stuff you look for in there, of course, is acorns. If you do find a tree that's dropping, hunt it. Um, but, like, briar patches and your your natural browse is a big food source for them in there. Yeah. No green feed but out there. No. Uh-uh, there ain't, some of those deer probably haven't seen, seen yeah. a field. No. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, pretty well geographic features is what you're hunting. Yeah. Funnels. Your, your classic rut funnels and stuff is what you're using. Yeah, I've hunted something similar to that there it. on Current River before. Yeah. Yeah, just that Missouri kind of big timber. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I – something I think that needs to stand out, just knowing what happened, um, that I don't think people do enough or, or take serious enough. I don't know. how. I mean, you know, when we we had this great opportunity to hunt and – and of course, Missouri and Arkansas are really good with public grounds. And, but I think you get, I think you need to emphasize a little more on how long it took you and what you did to find the deer. Um, so how far did the deer go from shot to where he dropped? Shot to where he dropped was only about 450 to 500 yards. <clears throat> However, uh, with that kind of blood trail, it is hard to realize where they go. And what made sense to me was him going downhill, which is ultimately what he did. He just took a roundabout way to do it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, doing the big circles, you start them small, wherever your blood is, your normal blood trailing rules. Go to your last blood, look for uh, look for ping pricks or whatever you can find. But he came up to a, uh, <clears throat> a down tree, and I knew he went one way or the other, but couldn't find it. So I walked around and around. I ended up finding a pretty pretty good deadhead on top of one ridge while I was looking for him. Um, and <laughs> you talk about defeated whenever I found him. And I was thinking, well, great deer. I knew he was dead. With that kind of shot, you know he's going to die. But where is yeah. he going to die? So I started. I found that deadhead. And I was like, great. That's what this bug's going <laughs> to turn into. 
you which, know, and his meat's going to spoil, and I was going to be upset about it. But that uh, I got that deadhead now. I'm going to clean it up too. Um, yeah, I think the stud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a monster. Uh, it's a big. I probably the biggest deer I've ever put my hands on. I think. It, you know, the, the brow tines are just what the eight inches, nine inches, something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. They're big, and my it just. And the thing is, it don't look. It doesn't look like a giant. I mean, it's big, and but it doesn't. Nothing just like blows you away until you put it next to other deer. And yeah. Then, and then you're like, oh dang, you know that is a giant when, when it's compared to what we've been shooting. But it's you uh, got probably what, 11, 11 inch G twos or something like that. Like he's he's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the bases were six. Yeah, uh, five Monster. and three quarters somewhere in there. Had a lot of kickers or a couple kickers on the back and. Uh, really cool that we're gonna uh thank you for giving that to dad by the way uh, that yeah that's awesome yeah uh, i'm gonna yeah, get it yeah no that's what the goat does yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah no wonder he's so <laughs> good yeah like the the presence he gives dad's a daffron so good dead deer come find him yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> giants are paying homage <laughs> I, find me i got him snowed is what i got i got uh, him snowed um i think we're gonna i'm gonna do uh a plaque uh or something i don't know da- uh daniel might be doing something too to hang it from uh but i'm thinking about doing just a separate plaque just for the for a hunt camp because this might have been his last year you know uh, yeah i hope not. i don't but think so but i don't think so but he definitely it was hard on him um uh every time he went in he hiked it's a long hike you know it's hard on a guy yeah. but he uh it always took him an extra day to get back out, you know, so yeah, not good cell service. So if he leaves on Sunday and says, I'm going to come back Tuesday, uh, every time he did that, I'd get a call Tuesday and I'm going to be back Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because the hunting was better, or, you know, or what, or what yeah, he just couldn't make it. Yeah. He just need another day to rest up or whatever. Um, but we can always put us that we, we got ways to get him in there if we need to. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna put him on a llama and we'll carry him in. I keep yeah. telling him I'm gonna get him a llama. I yeah. think that would be a great animal mule. for him. Yeah, we get yeah. mule. I, I've got some friends around here who'd let me put a mule out to pasture yeah. uh for the year. I always thought that would be yeah. awesome to enter a natural forest, you know, Mark Twain forest and yeah. be on a horse that could handle a rifle and and just <clears throat> leave the truck at daylight and come back at dark. Yeah. And see dad, and I'm not dad, even a horse person. Dad won't do a horse, but yeah. he would do a mule, I yeah. think. But uh anyway, I got uh, I'm going to get a, all of our uh, signature. Everybody I can think of, I have to get with you that has been there at least once. And I, yeah. I'll, I'll get their signatures and have it on a plaque or, so, you know. We'll have them sign the head. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's, oh. we, ain't got, uh, we ain't got enough room. Well, I mean, it don't Probably. have to be real big. But uh, something. Just some initials or maybe just on mm-hmm. the head. But yeah, we'll try yeah, that. I think that'd be a good uh memory for them for sure mm-hmm. having that up there with a plaque or something with all everybody's name on it i think that'd be pretty pretty special for them so you was talking about you had on your on your next deer you was talking about with your was it with your son no <clears throat> my seven-year-old daughter daughter i'm sorry so, uh yep that's my my oldest okay. and um so that's that's probably the the best day i've ever had yeah uh deer hunting so um, she's hunted with me since she was five and she's seven now. And 
we've never killed a deer together. And, you know, I kill, I kill a, a few deer every year, but I never, I've never killed one with her. And, uh, she'd been saying, daddy, I really wish we'd kill a deer. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to hurt that. We, so yeah, we heard out. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Today. we set out to kill a doe. <laughs> we set out to kill a doe and, uh, I went on my, uh, my in-laws property and we got up there that morning. And of course, you know, I'm carrying like a little kid potty cause we're hunting in a ground blind or, uh, yeah. sorry, a, a blind, elevator blind. Now, and so it, I carry they got, now, this is in the Ozarks, uh, yeah. but it's private ground. So they have like food plots and things planted or anything. Uh, this was in Arkansas. So we had feeder, uh, feeder in, uh, the first location, food plot on the second. Mm. Um, but it's a, a place that I've been hunting for quite a few years now. And, uh, so we get up there and we've got, you know, we got our snacks and we've got, uh, he's playing on my phone and we're having just a good old time. And we're actually, at the point that these deer come up, we're actually giggling, giggling so much that I'm surprised they didn't hear us. And um, ended up having some uh, deer come up on us. And uh, it was a, a doe and a yearling and this little spike or a four point. And he dogged her around. And she, we had seen little bucks and we hunted during muzzleload season, but we were trying to kill a doe. And never, never end up running into a doe. So this this buck starts dog in the doe around she ends up running off I'm like well there's an opportunity she's going to be a little wild before she comes back out and you're in the uh, uh smaller buck just kind of hung out we watched them for a little while and finally uh pretty big mature doe stepped out at about 60 and um i made sure that she had her uh her, her ears on or her earmuffs because i just uh that was one of the big things i was going to make sure that she had those on before i shot because I don't want that loud noise blowing mm-hmm. her ears out and not, you know, ruining the experience. Yeah. You know? Well, it's called, so, I mean, you got to learn as you go and get smarter, wisdom, evolution, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But our parents did not give a fuck about no hearing protection. No. What's I that? Golly. It drives me nuts. Like, I mean, I've got to, I, my ears ring constantly do y'all yeah do y'all have bad hearing or not i I mean mine's it's bad Mm -hmm. um Uh, this gun's ported too so it's real loud yeah my dad dad would have me shoot a case of shells at skeet down at the river with nothing on uh, i did uh broke up cigarette butts and shoved in my ear one time when i was a kid i remember that (laughs) yeah because we didn't have any earmuffs so they yep. shoved cigarette butts in my ears. They weren't Mm -hmm. smoked so it makes it better right well see i can't hear Uh, nothing in the fucking woods anymore coming that's why you're the best hunter, because he. By the he time you came him. around, yeah. you're younger. You got them. You got them cigarette butts in yeah. your ears. I didn't get shit. I got the marble ears. Huh? Yeah. No, not no marbles. So, Sonomas or whatever. Winston's or <laughs> no like gold, 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 golden USA. That's what they are. USA but, gold. Yeah. Uh, but the Zoe ended up stepping out. Um, I shot her, and uh, she ended up running off about 40, 50 yards, piled up in the woods. And, um, so I walked up and really good blood trail on it. So I had her blood trail it. And as soon as we stepped in the woods, I could see the deer, but I was like, all right, blood trail it. And we walked in the woods a little ways. I'm like, you see deer? No, I'm looking at the deer. I'm like, okay. So we ended up getting about 15 yards. Hey, do you see deer? And she says, no, I can't see it. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be good. She got about one yard from the deer and looked up and finally found it. And she was pretty excited whenever she found it. But (laughs) I was able to video it and it was a, it was a really good experience. Um, and she got up there and she helped me drag it out and we gutted it. It's the first time she's ever seen that process. 
And she did really good with it. She uh, made sure that we saved the heart because she's a big heart eater too. So uh, we were able to get her up and she watched me quarter it up and debone it uh, in the bed of my truck. So that was, that was a pretty great morning for us already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people take for granted that sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but you know, like uh, I grew up around, you know, we had shooting matches and hog butchers and, and deer and hunt. I mean, that was just the way it was. I mean, yeah. you just always, the problem was my dad never would let me uh, hardly ever gut a deer when I was hunting with him as a kid. Cause it was always like a race with him and his buddies, you know, this is the way you're supposed to do it and yeah. how fast they could get it done and clean. And, uh, I don't think, I think actually the first deer I ever cut up was with, uh, with you. Yep. Uh, shit. That was one of the first year or two we went out. Uh, and the hills, yeah. Two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. Dad was, dad was packing there. your deer out, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was packing we, yours out, and then on the way out, we shot. I shot a doe, and then uh, he told us to debone it and pack it up and meet him at the truck. And uh, I don't know. It trucks probably like an hour and a half walk, two hour walk with a pack from there. And by the, time, by the time we got done messing with that deer, he was already uh, three quarters of the way back to us. He had been to the truck and dropped everything off, and then started heading back to meet us. And we we just barely got done whatever we did, you know, the best we could do with it on like a sixty yeah. degree, sixty degree slope. <laughs> had had full camp on our back whenever you shot that one. Yep, yeah, we did. Um, so, uh, you got, the, you ended up shooting the buck win. Yeah. So that evening, uh, I mean, I already, I already talked to my wife that night and I was like, well, you know, we, we're going to stay in, I had asthmatics and my, my wife even asthmatics. Like, Hey, do you want to come home or do you want to stay and hunt this afternoon? She's like, I want to hunt. I was like, okay, all right, we'll go. And I was like, we're only going to shoot something in case, you know, like a good buck comes out. Well, sure enough, it happened. Um, we were hunting over a food plot. And uh, we hadn't seen any deer, and it was getting pretty close to dark. And I see a deer out in the field. has a pretty pretty good-sized body on him. And he came out from right underneath the trees. I, I like to bow hunt. It's usually a pretty heavy, uh, good white oak acorns uh, dropping just about every year in that spot. He came from, from that location. He came up, and I'm guessing he was a little run down from the rut. He went to drink at a pond. And uh, right about the time I decided to shoot him, he uh, he's, I'm really not sure how old he is. I originally thought he was a three and a half year old, but I think he may have been older. But he's got some broke tines and he's he's been fighting. He actually had a piece of his, uh, um, whatever that bone that runs in under, right over the top of the jaw on, on the skull. Mm. It was actually broken. Part of it was sticking out of his skull, uh, mm. sticking out of the hair. Dang. So he's been fighting quite a bit. Yeah, he's a fighter. Uh, yeah. And uh, he came up to drink at that pond, and he ended up spooking for whatever reason on why. And he darted off about five yards, turned around and looked back at the pond, and then I shot him in the shoulder, and he rolled back into the pond, mm-hmm. kind of flipped over backwards and went in the pond. And uh, <laughs> we were walking up to the deer, and my my daughter took off running to it. I was like, hey, stop, stop. Let's make sure he's dead before you go and grab on the thing. <laughs> right uh, out of there. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's all I need is for uh, – <laughs> This thing to be alive and stand up. Mm-hmm. 
It was a man. It's one of the best experiences, probably one of the best days I've ever had in the woods. Just, just hanging out with my daughter and getting to kind of share that experience with her is is one of the best. Awesome. And the next year she'll be behind the trigger, but uh, we we had a we had a good day just meeting her. Good deal. Yes, yeah. Did uh quick side note before I forget. Did you realize that uh that there was a CWD season in our county and it. Rifle season stayed open open like another what six days or no that day you texted me about it was the day I think I realized uh, it five days yeah. yeah I didn't know that I, I yeah mean, I stayed open to what I knew it, or something like but that? I just never like looked into it I read like the headline it stayed open until the Sunday after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. whatever that was mm-hmm. never closed um I'm thinking about uh if that continues, that'd be a real good time as our kids get older to do a second trip with the kids. Oh yeah. Do like a family. Hunt. Oh yeah. You know, try not try to lighten their load, but young kids, they ain't they'll walk for days, you know, they ain't going to be too worn out. Bring caring, a bunch nothing. of gear in too. Because yeah. oh, we're already doing that one trip, leave a bunch of gear up there and then pack in their gear or something on the way in. That would probably work out. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, hunting up there is different, you know, like being in the hills compared to what my kids are used to is just not the same. Like, mm-hmm. I think hunting up there just changed the way I hunt. Oh, yeah. And it's a special place. Like, that's a, that's a place that's just deep in my soul at this point. I think about it quite a bit. Are you, uh, when you hunt up there in the big timber, are you like a ground hunter? Are you, are you a saddle guy or, or? No, um, ground hunter, it's, uh it's a lot easier just to walk up there and sit on the ground. And that's the way I grew up hunting uh, with a rifle and muzzleloader, just walk up to a tree, get the wind in your face and uh, kick out the leaves all around you. Pretty much half of the tree, kick out all those leaves. Um, and then just sit down and get where you can see. And that's, that's typically what I do up there. Now how, how often do you do that elsewhere? Um, hunting on the ground. It yeah. depends on where I'm hunting, but I do it quite a bit. Rifle and, uh, rifle and muzzleloader. I don't hunt from the ground with a bow too much some but not a lot uh but i do it quite a bit with a rifle muzzler just because still hunting or whatever i can get up and move um way more mobile yeah. just just going sitting down but you know would i like to have a stand in some of those places yeah but yeah. i'm not packing it in there yeah yeah see i i think hunting up there it changed the way i hunt a lot because like chad and we were talking earlier Chad doesn't like to hunt from the ground really and hadn't done it much. Um, but I've, I do it all a lot or probably more often than people do. I don't know that it makes any, I mean, I've never had like a, um, trying to think back how many, well, I mean, I've shot a lot of deer. I've, I probably shot all more than 50% of my bucks on sitting on the ground mm. really now that I think about it, but most of them <clears> are with a rifle and that's where I'm at yeah. when I have a rifle, you know, I mean, like, um, I've never shot a, a buck from the ground with a bow. I've shot a doe from the ground with a bow, which is awesome. Probably one of my top hunts, probably as far as like excitement, you know, being eye to eye with one at 30 yards and, and trying to get it drawn and sticking one. It was one of the best hunts, but I think, I mean, I hunt on the ground more, I think maybe because you have to almost in those places. Um, so do you prefer it that way or are you, 
like so when you're, you're obviously in stands i guess on your family's place right in the food plots um sometimes um but i hunt from the ground i've shot several deer from the ground there too yeah so the the main thing is is <clears throat> typically i don't hunt the same place over and over and over i'm somebody that hunts in a different spot just about every time i go uh me too. And if I'm hunting by myself, that's what I'm doing. So I don't always have a stand in other places. And with a rifle, I can just go and sit on the ground and be pretty effective. Whereas with a bow, I feel like I I need that elevated position or a, a ground blind that I've already built um, in a lot of the woods that I hunt to, to kill a deer. Uh, no, I mean, you don't have to, but it just seems to be what's, what's better for me. And I'm, I'm a lot more fortunate being up, especially bow hunting like that. Yeah, the last uh, the last time I went on uh, the other evening, I was talking about, and uh, I sat in a fence row in some brush, and I was in a pretty thick little. I mean, it's I don't know, the fence row is probably twenty foot wide or so of brush and trees, and um, anyway, it was uh, I was even concerned of being able to shoot my bow out of it. It was that thick, and the deer's nailed me from eighty yards away. And the wind was perfect. There's no reason, but they they could see me as soon as they stepped out. I don't know how I wasn't moving. Uh, <laughs> I didn't plan on hunting there, so I didn't. I have a Newcomb blind, which would have been perfect. Man, they they I love them. This year. Yeah, shout out to Newcomb. Yeah, They're, thank you. Because uh, they are adaptive to how I like to go. You know, because I do. I don't hunt the same places very often, but I like to be. You know, a lot of times move in right where I need to be, but I didn't take it and. Uh, I don't know how they saw me. Blows me away. But that's one thing that. But they never. They kept going in and coming back out, going in, coming back out. They could. They knew something was up, but they couldn't smell me, so they didn't have no real reason. They blow and stomp, but they wouldn't go nowhere. And they ended up taking a shot at one, but I missed. Pretty sure uh, hit a limb, but we'll see. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was weird. I couldn't believe they pinned me that bad. Cause I've had other times where I've had deer almost close enough to touch. Right. Didn't have no. Yeah, but this time of year, man, they're, they're on high alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This later on in the season, they get, they yeah. get real, uh, cagey every day. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, I got one more question, uh, before we finish the interview with Jake, uh, the goat, had to give him the new nickname Killer. Just take it away from Chad. I know. I know. I'm just lucky. That's all it is. He's also works in law enforcement, so he may not want that. Nickname. No. <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might not work out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys got any questions? I got one more. Go ahead. Got to, um, on your in your opinion, uh, since you partake in this uh, more than I do. Um, as far as out of state hunting goes, uh, public ground, private ground, any, any, uh, way you want to look at it. Um, you're at, you live in Arkansas, uh, they have their rules and regulations. Uh, you also hunt Missouri. Um, uh, you've been to Colorado, uh, any other States that I want to hunt that you've been to hunt. Oh, uh, no, that's it. That's it. Um, that's. Yeah, so I'm pretty limited as far as other states go. Now, obviously, obviously, if I said, you know, should Missouri do something more different, 
uh, towards out-of-state numbers, you're going to be like against it because you don't want to pay more for a tag or make it more difficult. But yeah. Ex- ex- yeah, but taking your personal interest out, you think it's too easy to hunt deer in Missouri for out-of-staters? I feel like a lot of states other than like Iowa, maybe another one, most of your whitetail tags seem to be over the counter. Um, and places like Missouri, they have a vast amount of public crown, like the Mark Twain, it's huge. So I don't know how much that's affecting the, um, the locals. Yeah. I mean, you hear stories uh, like what well, a couple of years ago. Well, Kyle talks too- about his place when he, you know, last year when he went over to Ripley County, and it was, you know, there's people everywhere. Yeah, and we went earlier. We went over to Ripley County earlier this year for the early doe season, and drove past seven trucks in one. Yeah, and that's and doe one, only. That's, that's a doe, doe only, only scene. Yes. What time of year was that? Early October. Uh, yeah, early October, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't like rut time. No. You know, it wasn't like those were bow hunters. But then also, huh. Ripley County was number three in the state for most does killed during right. that two-day season. I mean, yeah. or three-day season. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, if you got a lot, like Iowa and those places don't have a lot of public ground because they're not the Ozarks. I mean, right. if they could farm it, it'd be private ground. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could make money on it. Um, yeah, they don't have the best ground for public but do you think it's too easy in your opinion to for those people or not because i you know, like you know we had that a couple of years ago not too far from here where those people burnt that dude's cabin down remember that oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah heard about that up uh, was it on meat eater that they talked about that burning that cabin yeah i think it was on meat yeah he was on meat eater that's right yeah the guy yeah. the guy came on yeah he, he's uh, a guy from the city that was hunting in that air ripley ish i can't mm-hmm. remember what county you remember yeah, it was something. It was it was in the Ozarks. Yeah, somewhere in that area. But anyway, um, you know, he'd been hunting there forever. Built him a cab, a nice little hunting lodge cabin for him and his family. They had hunted all deer season, and the locals uh, burnt it down. Oh wow! Because they'd been hunting there for whatever you know. Yeah. Uh, I guess that was private land, but still. Uh, I mean, way, it was pri- yeah, he was on private land, but they just didn't it, like it somebody sucks. being in that area. Mm. it's like pulling up to your hunting spot and seeing a truck and you know that they're probably hunting where you're going to be hunting but it sucks more when it's a when it's an out-of-state person but i don't know i don't i don't know if it should be more difficult uh for an out-of-state hunter to go hunt a place like missouri or something if it went to a draw system that would definitely cut down your numbers if they had a certain number of tags they were still that year Mm -hmm. um and it might make it better it may not make a huge difference. I don't know how much it's going to, how much it's actually going to change, but <clears throat> like in Arkansas, duck hunting is pretty well king and people pour in from out of state. And I hear a lot of complaints about, uh, out of state folks coming in duck hunt. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially on public ground because public ground is so, uh, fought over and competition is very high. So, um, and I think that they can, they can't hunt the first split anymore. If I remember right in Arkansas or, or one of the splits on, Really? really no out of staters really. one of those yeah i, 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 I kind of like that yeah. i kind of like that i mean I, I think it's the first <clears throat> the first part of the season out of staters go hunt the second season or the second after the split they open up today mm-hmm. i think it's all just in state in state i like yeah I kinda one of those that. so would you <laughs> rather would you rather see if if there was anything in missouri would you rather see an increase in in tags price or a draw 
I mean, uh, like, I'm going to want to hunt there every year. So you'd rather so see a draw is going to hurt me. Right. So, uh, like, if, if I'm going to know what this price is and I can budget at the beginning of the year, then that's one thing. Mm-hmm. And I would much rather do that myself. Uh, I pay uh, the data tag now for one tag, one rifle tag. It's not even a bow tag. It's like a, you know, it's a rifle tag, which is like, what, 20 days that you can use that thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 265 now, and it seems to go up every couple of years it goes up. Okay. So uh, it's just moving up more and more and more. And what um, would, if you was to kill a, if you was to buy a, a antlerless only tag, what do you know what that is? So with the license, with the uh, <clears throat> firearms and the deer tag, uh, the uh, bonus tag is a $25 tag. Okay. So, and I like so that not, because not it, you know, if it's a county where you need those killed, well, I charge them crazy amount yeah. of money because if they're going to come all the way up here from out of state, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times they're going to, you know, yeah. if they see a doe and it's the right time, they'll tag it. Yeah. Know? I was just comparing it because for, for a resident, it's seven and for him, it's 25. Mm-hmm. That's not a, I mean, it's a lot better than being 50 or 30 or 40 or 50. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, out of state for Arkansas, if I remember right, it's over 300. But you get two buck tags, and you can shoot six deer. Right. They can't all be in the same zone, but you can kill quite a few deer on that one tag uh, versus one one deer tag for two sixty five. So it's already started pretty high up there. But I know it's just going to keep going up. It's yeah. just part of the reality of it. Everything's going up. Mm-hmm. Well, me, me and Justin were talking earlier about duck hunting, um, and. Like I, I know there's a controversy in Arkansas over the Black River right now. They're going to do a lot of work on the WMAs, and um, I see a lot of. I mean, I see both sides of it because um, it's going to. I think it's going to hurt the hunting in that area for the next fifteen to twenty years, probably. Um, and it's been set that way for fifty plus years. Mm-hmm. You know, like the way it is now. So people have things established, and a couple of generations have been established now. Yeah. But if they don't. I mean, I'm no expert on it, but if they don't do something, the long term, you know, 180 years from now, they're not. It's not going to be there for our grandkids and their or whatever. Yeah, um, they they showed uh, on the deal on that deal they did tonight. Um, it shows the amount of uh, trees that are in danger and dead trees and near dead trees and um, just that water sitting on them whenever they're not dormant or that growing season with these green tree reservoirs. Um, their information is that these it's killing the trees and, you know, you got to have a sustainable forest for future generations. And, um, does it suck now that it may hurt the hunting? Yes. But, you know, I look at things in a, in a deer hunting aspect. So my opinion is kind of yeah. void or null, but, um, but like, uh, a guy we follow or I follow on TikTok, uh, big Lake King, we're, we're just going to try to get him on sometime and talk about it too. He hunts at big Lake. But he's worried about the pressure it's going to put on Big Lake because people can't hunt there on that public, and they're going to drive over to you know their place, and which makes sense. Um, yeah, because it's on the be, water. It, it'd be like somebody telling market. us like where we hunt that they're going to completely ruin it for not completely ruin it. Well, I don't think that's, but it's going to it's going to be completely different for the next fifteen years. But they could also say, okay, where you're hunting, we're going to allow we're going to have excess roads in there. Where people can drive bikes or four wheelers oh, yeah, or, or campers, yeah. trucks can come all the way into where you're at right now. Yeah, if they open that up, yeah, and they got to log it 
you know, they got to make money. They got to yep. have income. Um, there's no sense in letting good trees go to waste either. Yeah, yeah. it could be. Uh, it, I could. I mean, it, everything's like you're like, oh yeah, I, you know, I'm like, yeah, let it be good for the long term. But I don't hunt there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right. a lot different. I don't when, have when it. You, I don't you have gotta, in the game. Yeah, pretty well on that. You know, and the logging that the people are upset about, um, <clears throat> especially the places that I've been and have hunted, and I see the logging coming in, and for deer hunter, I, I love it that's just going to make things thicker and more uh high stem count browse and stuff and it's gonna be better for the deer for the duck hunting probably not so much but other places where they're logging are not in the gtrs though cool deal well uh uh we're gonna take a break and uh finish it up here with you you got anything uh anything else you want to put out there no man keep doing what you're doing i love listening to the podcast yeah uh, awesome i look forward to seeing you soon i'm gonna get uh i'm gonna get your skulls uh should be i'm gonna do them over christmas break probably awesome i'm gonna hit your old ones one more time get them bleach them out just a little bit more awesome um, sounds good but uh yeah thanks for coming on uh hey, thank you yeah, yeah. thank uh, you brother congratulations on a great season thank you and uh, just keep it up, you know. I don't need any <laughs> antidepressant pills or anything like that. You know, I'm doing fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I know. I deep down, I know Dad loves me. So uh, I keep telling myself. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, when we have him on, we're going to have him on soon. We'll probably do it up here. Uh, we may have to have you call in on that one. Yeah, just a okay celebrity. Yeah, we'll, we'll get. We'll give you a. We'll do like a. It'll be a new segment uh, presented by Bushlight. Yeah, like they do <laughs> instead of Mamitas on your Sunday conversation. You ever seen that? Uh-uh. Caleb Presley. Oh. Uh-uh. We'll uh, we're gonna do a new segment by Bushlight. We'll give you like a fifteen minute uh, interview with uh, the Kerpering. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> All right, Jake. Well, we appreciate you having on. Uh, tell your girls and your wife we said hello. And uh, we'll do. Can you still hunt or you, bed, so. can you still hunt or are you done? Uh, the wife would probably rather I be done, but does I he have, does he have freezer space at some point? You yeah, got I mean, freezer uh, space? I got, you got tags. So I had to you actually can. buy a new freezer. There this you year, go. So I got me, a, I got me a second stand up freezer. This one's like 20 cubic feet. And I bet you I could pack another deer. In there. there you go. So awesome. We, uh, we might he kills so he kills so many he's got to buy new more freezers. I've done that before. (laughs) It's been been a couple years ago, but I've done it once. I wish I had that problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, I've killed a deer and bought a freezer in the same day. Well, Daffron's been shooting a bow since he was probably could walk. I bet we little lad. Yeah, he uh, he shot me dead in the eye. Ever told that on here? Mm -mm. (laughs) So his dad. Yeah, his dad uh, used. basically had like a bow shop wouldn't you say i mean like it was a, oh, ho- yeah. it was oh, a it was hobby a but he would on, full on bow shop oh, uh, yeah. on the side of the house yeah had a chronograph all the he, he in his garage you would shoot you shoot through the chronograph into the target and uh one time it either went through the target hit a weak spot or missed and we, and ended up in the kitchen in the house yep, yep. <laughs> the wall and all blowed right through and Joe next and they're cooking like what the <laughs> Mike? What does she call him, Mike or Joe? 
Uh, she calls him Mike. Mike. At yeah. that point, she probably called him Michael or damn it, Michael or something yeah. along those lines. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and we shot a lot of boat competitions, and um, so we were me and Dad were down there a lot. And Jacob's like, "You want to play bow and arrow?" I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." And he hands me a Nerf bow and arrow. It's like a foot long Nerf, mm-hmm. you know, like not the little dark guns. Like yeah. it was one of those foot long slide on pool noodles, basically. And I go my way, and I'm hiding in the yard and sneaking around. And I jump around. I knew I had him come. I was like, he's around this corner. And I jump around the corner and had that, went to draw my little Nerf bow back. And he's already standing there at full draw, like five yards away. He just lets it eat. And he's got a one of those red and it's, it's a, like probably the first bow you ever had. It's like just a red, like you buy it at Walmart with wheels on oh, each side, the red. Oh, yeah. Guy, you know what I'm talking and. I think it was, they called him like spirit or something like that. Yeah. And he had a uh, aluminum arrow with a blunt tip, just like a straight fl- and drilled oh, right, in the, yeah, right in the forehead. Just smoked me. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, he's got a real bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. You're playing with, you showed up with a knife and he showed up with a gun. Yeah. 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 I playing for keeps out here, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, uh, we're going to take a break. Everybody, we'll be right back. Hey, thank you. All right. Hey, uh, thank you all. Take care. I wonder what he's doing now. Well, I ain't heard. He was a power bluff a few years ago. Chad's still like, who? Yeah, he don't even know who this is. Man, I've, I've heard of it. I, I, I don't know that guy, though. <clears throat> I'm, ter- I'm terrible at names. Well, honor Kyle tonight. Yeah. He's on the road. Today. On the road. job well done. More people should be pulling their way. Oh, that right? Well, Oliver Anthony prequel. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back from our little break here at the Boot Hill Hunting Camp, and uh, we was on to talk about the the deer numbers, the harvest numbers for the twenty twenty three rifle season and they look like there's well 193,669 deer was killed for the rifle season that's not counting the cwd season not counting okay but uh as of today according to the the interwebs we've almost killed 300,000 deer in the state of missouri for from everything from archery to early doe season to is that uh that that higher or lower Right now we're ahead of ahead of last year's numbers and below the five year average. So oh. I, I wouldn't have thought we'd been ahead of last year. Yeah, we were ahead of Nick last year, but below the five year average. So huh. um it's hard to believe that we've killed almost three hundred thousand and we haven't even made it to muzzle alternative season. Yeah. Alternative <clears> weapon <throat> season, not muzzle loader season anymore. Yeah, oh yeah. Because we got AR platform pistols. Hmm. We got 
smoke poles, atlas, atlatls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can we can sling everything at them, but a center fire at them right now. Well, yeah, I mean, well, uh, rifle. We can still yeah. do the pistols, but I may try to get one with the forty four magnum. There you pistol. go, mm-hmm. for fun. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, you got there's so many options, and they're so different. Yeah, I mean, like a muzzle loader. Well, I mean, let's let's think about what it used to be back in the old day. You know, fifteen years ago, you had to hunt with a muzzleloader during regular rifle season to hunt with a muzzle to hunt muzzleloader season. You remember that? Uh, no. He wasn't even born yet when no, that happened. That I mean, before that, I was even thought about. Yeah, it. yeah. and now I, I they mean, might I, as well just call it second season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. You used to have to use your muzzleloader during you know regular rifle season if you wanted to be eligible to hunt the late. Muzzle loads, and it was only like three or four extra days, mm. or five extra days. It wasn't. It yeah, I, don't, I don't remember the length at all. But my I, dad used to hunt it every year, but I don't remember. Yeah, mm. yeah. And now, you, like we said, um, the last two years, I've used a uh, three hundred blackout yeah. a- AR pistol platform, which and is legal. Yeah, uh, you know, it's got. They changed it. You got to check your barrel length. Yeah, you got to stay of, under eighteen inches. I don't remember the length of gun has got to be under eighteen inches. Yeah. I don't know. That's what mm. she said. Yeah. <laughs> if we're worried about that, we don't need to talk to her. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't re- like you were saying earlier, Justin and I were talking, hanging out at his office there. Uh, and uh, you want to give your business a shout uh, out? TOS, the other side, home medical equipment. Yep. And Popper Bluff. Yeah, they're in Popper Bluff. Uh, all your medical needs. Yeah, well, I can we help have you. deliver to homes and stuff. I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the first time I've been there, so it's cool to check it out. But uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, why not just let them use a rifle? Yeah, I mean, it's getting more. We need a, a regular season and then a late season. It's. I mean, because you know, like I'm, I'm down to the nitty gritty, like. I know not everybody hunts that way, but I think most of us are hunting this way. But I'm only going to shoot a nice buck right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, um, with all season. Well, with I'm a bow, gonna, I'd shoot a doe. But I mean, yeah, I'm not going to kill a, a spike doe, a spike buck if it if I see it. Yeah. Right. Um, but I know not everybody hunts that way. If you're one of those people who get but to kill hunt, what, kill, if you, you can hunt, yeah. you know, only opening weekend of rifle season, and that's all you got. I don't give Hammer, a shit. I don't care. But for me, I got the time, and I enjoy hunting, so I don't necessarily want to be tagged out on day one either. Right. So there's a balance. But anyway, um, I mean, I'm going to shoot a doe for any opportunity I can because we need does taken out of our area. Right. Um, but I'm not going to burn my rifle. T- I say take. That. I'm not going to burn my rifle tag on a doe, <laughs> but archery or whatever. Um, I'll kill one. But yeah, it, you know, when it gets down to this time of the year. Like, I'm going to have all my daughters out. You know, I was, I was kidding about Cody giving me the deer, but that's legit. Yeah. If he don't give me that deer and we don't get any more or whatever, I'm out of meat from last year. We plan it that way. And if I don't get something, then we're going to have to buy that meat this year. Yeah. So I don't know how many pounds you're talking about and it. You know, how many pounds of meat we eat in a year, but. Well, I mean, I, me and my son both have killed how many, a doe how this many year. deer. How much pound you get off a deer? Well, I, I know this year we've killed two does, me and my son, one apiece, and we have fixed twenty five dinners. Man, now I prepackage everything. Yeah, I season it prior to what I'm going to do with it. We 
we label it. We and we did not grind anything. This mm-hmm. is either fry meat, fajita meat, taco meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we we got it packaged down to what that is, and then we have it down to twenty five meals. Yeah, um, we're feeding four people at a time, and and I mean, it worked perfect for mm-hmm. us. But we talked about today earlier about. If I kill one more, I'd like to turn it into the summer sausage and, mm. and using your smoker and your, you yeah. know, your blender and all that to do that. And that's but, a bonus. You yeah. know, that's like a pleasure I would call, you know, yeah. like, you know, the years I have the meat to do it. Yeah. But two, two or three is about where we're at. Yep. And, and that's about all we eat except for chicken and pork. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, those are, we substitute deer for beef. Yeah, basically. we do too. Yeah. Um, we still do a steak every now and then or whatever, yep. but for the most part. And it, and then if I don't have the deer, I'm gonna. If I have to buy beef, I'm gonna buy it from local raised uh, yep, meat. You know, yep. I'm, gonna, I'm from Trent or anybody mm-hmm. Trent's a sponsor or somebody here local. Because I'm not gonna buy this. The You're not gonna you go get to the in store. the grocery store. Don't even look like yeah. the same thing. No kidding. As what wild, even not wild deer, even just local cows. Yeah, you know, it's like completely different. But yeah. So I'm going to try to get my daughters out there to hunt, and it's hard for me to figure out what they're going to eat. Like, what are they going to use? Yeah. My my middle daughter, Kelsey, cannot shoot a 50 caliber muzzleloader. Yeah. Know? I already gashed her forehead up once with a rifle, <laughs> and I can't do, you know. Yeah. So what do you, what do you, you know, it'd be a lot easier if she could use a 243. Yeah. Like, you know, because it's, it's not like you get extra tags no. for that season. Mm-mm. You're you know, still that's killing what, the one deer. That's what it, mm-hmm. that's what I think is. You know, if we're going to make it where you have an alternative season, let's you have your rifle season, and then you have this alternative season. Let's if you've already killed during your rifle season, won't you open that up to that person? And let him buy that extra tag for alternative season. If you're going to make it where it's you're going to use a an atlatl or a, a pistol or a AR platform pistol or a muzzleloader, well, sell an extra tag for that season. Make some more money. I mean. State of Missouri's not gonna throw away your money and say no, thank you. We don't want it. Yeah, that that or like even like throw an antler this tag in. Yeah, if you know if you've already filled your rifle tag, yep. then the whole state could hunt. Yep. Uh, well, it'd still be ten days though. I'd, I'd, yeah, but it's seven more dollars. I mean, yeah. it, but in this county where you where you kind of need a few extra, you could kills. still if if you're in a bonus county, I guess you could still buy. You could still good. Yeah. 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 If you hadn't filled them all out, but. I agree. I mean, like the only thing, the, the only argument I could see for that would be, so like I'm going to hunt alternative season regardless of what I can use. I'm just going to find the best thing convenient for me to use. But if it was on, if you could use a rifle, there might be a lot more people hunt it. But isn't it, aren't we just trying to kill deer for the state of? I mean, aren't That's we trying it. to reduce numbers every year? Yeah, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like. I could, that's the only excuse I could see for it. Like, um, and with all these opportunities to kill deer, we still poach. People still mm-hmm. poach. That's the sad thing about it. I mean, we have so many that out. You said we. Well, yeah, that's you know, true. We. People. Yeah, your, not side, we. your side of the table. Yeah. Me and Chad. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm on my side. But yeah. no, people still poach and still do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I don't. I, I had a uh, some ground I used to hunt and land owner not the owner he owned some of it but he was a farmer he took mm-hmm. care of this whole section and he would see or 
you know, a lot of people poaching sometimes or see the aftermath of mm-hmm. the deers and different stuff. And uh, he was old school, and his kind of point of view was like, you know, he's seen a, just he's seen a lot of deer with their head cut off, mm-hmm. but he's also seen a lot of deer that were shot that were does that were cleaned to the bone to the bone mm-hmm. cleaned very well and he didn't give a shit about them because mm-hmm. those people were hungry mm-hmm. uh, you know but anyway it's hard to say but yeah i don't uh i'm gonna find something <clears throat> my daughters can shoot you yeah. know uh and but try to we, fill a couple tags but, you know like he was telling me that was it Pemiscott county has the cwd yeah yeah, yeah. So, I mean, one county away, you could have hunted an extra five days. Mm-hmm. I mean, right next door to where we're at right now. Yeah. Yeah, and. Um, the only bad thing, I think, on, like, that county over there, I think a lot of that public ground's all bow hunting only. Okay. Really? It, I mean, it, it might be. You might could use a muzzleloader. Maybe. I, I mean, I know for sure it's bow hunting. Okay. That might be what's kind of. But then just north of Pemiscott is Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where uh, a monster what was it, killed. What was it? 230? 230. 230, yeah. Somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, 14-year-old uh, Burger was the last name. Yeah. The yeah. Burger Buck. <clears throat> yeah, perf- I mean. Yeah, it sounds good, doesn't it? It's almost like it was meant to be yeah. Burger Buck, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a good I mean, one. That's Drop a giant. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, Google it. You can find it. Um. Uh, they've done some articles for everybody. Yeah, you know, all and it was out- just it was just done. And this deer ain't it. I mean, it was still alive sixty days ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a stuff. I mean, everybody. If you hunt deer, you know what two thirty. That's or, a lot of inches. You can imagine what mm-hmm. two thirty is. I can't. I mean, I've never even. I mean, I might have seen one at a Bass Pro or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, never really been around. You ain't laid hands on that one big and finding that dead head that Daffron found. And holding it compared to the ones in my house, you're like, damn. Yeah. It's a whole different thing. Yeah, there's some bone there. And that, that's 50 inches away from, you know, another level. Yep. Mm. But, and it's, but that, that's not a county that's known for, like. No. But, I mean, in one of those counties a few years ago, they found a shed that was, if it matched up on both sides and had a an average spread of 20-something inches, mm-hmm. it would have been the world record. So, I mean. We're talking about there is something down there that says there's there's, oh, the, there's the potential. Ridge, oh, the river. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, the river. And that was prior to the – that was around the flood, the big flood of – what was that, of 18, 17? Yep. So yeah. probably yeah. pushed them to high ground. Yeah, pushed them high – or over to Kentucky. I mean, all, yeah. I mean, deers will swim forever. Mm-hmm. I tried to lasso one duck hunting one time. It's been long enough I can't be in trouble for it. But we we had, we had a giant buck swim across the lake – Right, right through our de- duck decoys. Yeah, and we had this shitty boat, the trolley motor that had a short in it, and it'd take off and then it'd stop and take. <laughs> we meet a friend of mine. I won't say his name, but he was driving the boat and I was in the front and had the tie rope lassoed it up. I was like, "What are we gonna do if we catch it?" It would have been the ride of your life. Oh my God. <laughs> Obviously, we never caught up to it, but yeah, they'll swim forever. They don't give a shit. Hmm. Yeah, it's. You know, uh, of course the what do they call the Missouri Monarch? Yeah, you know, that was on the Saint on the Mississippi mm-hmm. Missouri yep. uh, River too. So I mean, that was around St. Louis. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it's you know close to the river. Found it. 
found dad. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. I thought somebody shot mm-hmm. him. Yeah. The two deer, the two biggest deer in Missouri has been, has been found, not killed. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, look at that. I mean, the one we found in the hills. Yeah. That's I mean, the biggest deer. We've never killed a deer that big. They've outsmarted everything. Mm-hmm. And have dying of old age or, or coyotes or. Or car. Somebody got shot. Yeah. Daffron ain't that good. He let that one slip by. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I look at it, Dad. You know? He's in, he found it in his area. Yeah. And it's, he let it be a ripe it. old age. Yeah. He'd been slipping by him for the last three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why I never find any good bucks of mine? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they die <laughs> off the property. But yeah, that's, it's interesting to see how that's going to impact this area. Yeah, um, I'm sure if you if you hunt close to that area, most of it's private. You know, most of that. Yeah, and that it's all in the river. But so many people farms. go and hunt ghost. That's the sad thing about it. Huh? They go hunting ghost. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. So that's like, what I'm saying. I wonder if leases in that area go up. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you know more people look to that area because it's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah, and what's the that's why I don't know, you know, if I killed a 230-inch deer, really did. Like, let's say I was up on where we hunt, you mm-hmm. know, close together. What do you, do you even tell any, anybody or not? I wouldn't really, I wouldn't tell nobody where I shot it. I mean, I, de- it's, I it definitely. It's but, okay, get, but if he. People know where you hunt. Like, but everybody, okay, have. so if he kills one, if he goes up there like next year and he kills a 230-inch and he talks about it on this podcast. Everybody knows where outdoor he's at. Outdoor magazine. Well, Me- I mean, everybody eater. knows where he hunts. Well, I mean, they're going to I mean, come, that kid's uh, on Meat Eater and yeah. Outdoor Life and yeah. that kind of shit. But, like, somebody that hunts so many different areas, though, they'd never find out. <sighs> ah, if you listen to this, we know where uh, he killed the it. Gen- I mean, for- yeah, they're going to come to Camel. Okay, and make a 30-mile square. Everything in it's going to go up. Yeah. Yeah. Everything on everything on our ridge and the river. Cause if we well, let's just look at, like, Pike County, Illinois. Yeah. In the eighty, in the ninety eighties, it was cheap, and then in the nineties, it went up, and in the two thousands, it went up. What mm-hmm. is it now? Who knows what it is now? Because, but it's still considered. We still know what Pike County, Illinois is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the money, you know, lies where the deer are consistent. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, everybody, every area is going to have a, you know, once in a blue moon have a big hundred eighty, two hundred. I mean, two thirty. Yeah. But that's not know, something you normally see. But I mean, you'll have a big buck get shot in the area, you know. And that dude, he was. They were not the only people that knew about that deer. Right. I mean, what you would assume is, I mean, how can you, people are going to see it? Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know. It's it is it'll what it is. it'll have an effect. I mean, yeah. yeah, that uh, ground over there is already hard to get, though. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. private, but maybe they're going to charge more now. Or maybe because if you got twelve people calling you to lease your land instead of the same old dude, mm-hmm. well, how it's much just, can I get? You know, and, like and a lot of that ground over there is all you know duck clubs, you know the and some rich, of them are high end rich, too. Rich people that got you know, it's kind of like a little hidden honey hole. Everybody that's yeah. from there is like shut the yeah, but money talks and bullshit that, walks. And here we are. You know those. There's some. What's the name of that one giant place over there? On the river, uh, it's like you know. What I'm talking about. It's been for sale here in the well, West. Well, the, the Eagles Nest. Eagles Nest. But, I yeah. mean, but I'm trying to think what the name of it is now. I mean, they got like a you know guiding service out of there. Do they? Yeah, yeah. It's an investment for a business. I mean, mm-hmm. those places are. I mean, they're just super unique and special. But can't think of that name. 
you know, like Arkansas deals with that with duck hunting. Yeah. You know, and, and the same thing happened here, and it might happen with deer. I'm, I'll say that if if you don't let any type of hunting come between you and friends and family, mm-hmm. there is not worth it. Don't. Um, I've got some friends of mine that are mad at each other now over some stuff. I get it. I get, you know what I mean? But it ain't that, like, you know, mm-hmm. you got to be, it's just not that important. Right. Or you're not going to talk to somebody or be mad at somebody that you should love and be close to or do love, you know. Um, but that seems to be the way it happens with hunting a bunch, man. And I don't know how to change that, but like, I just jealousy, flew. man, just yeah. jealousies and, and envy and, you know, all the, all the, <clears throat> the things that make, yeah. make, make people, make humans bad is, is yeah. it comes in, it makes it is magnified during hunting. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, uh, if, if, if you go out and kill a 130 inch deer or 230 inch deer, there's going to be people that's jealous about that. That's just part of it. Yeah. Um, instead of being proud, like if one of us killed it, we'd be tickled to mm-hmm. death and, and coming and, and, and just be tickled to death. And I'm in the picture, you know, yeah. while you're sitting there holding that monster. But there's some guy that's going to be upset that you killed that deer. Oh yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and why didn't I kill it? Why, why is he so damn lucky? Well, or maybe you had it on camera. Maybe yeah. you've seen that's the, yeah, that's you my know. deer. I, I seen that deer on my camera four times and you only had it on your camera two times. Well, man, well, look at the Rompala buck. Have you ever yeah. Oh yeah. Looked into that at all. The Rompala buck. No, I ain't never heard of that. Oh, what year was you born? 97. That Still. deer was killed in 98. <laughs> Still need to know though. I mean, like. It, it was, Mitch Rompala. It was a potential world record yeah. in Michigan. Yeah, it was in Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Um, I, we'll tell you. We'll get into that is after it, the podcast. Is it that big, typical? Mm-hmm. It's, and it looks stupid wide. Yeah, like, yeah the oh, ears are donkey. I've seen You know, that. it's got donkey ears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he won't. He won't measure. He, he won't let it. He'll it's measure, but he won't let it get x-rayed and shit. Yeah. Supposed to be bigger than the Hanson buck. Yeah. So, like, on Meat Eater, they were talking about the Hanson guy lost money. Because, you know, people pay to have your deer on display mm-hmm. at those shot shows and mm-hmm. the Hanson Bucks, the bit, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so after the Rompala Buck came out, all of a sudden he wasn't making as much money and getting as many offers mm-hmm. because some people were like, well, it ain't the biggest buck anymore. Yeah. But that guy wouldn't show his and stuff. And so they had a lawsuit against him. Mm-hmm. And they met and had a verbal agreement. Rompala paid Hanson a cash sum. Uh, a amount of money and said that he would quit saying his buck is not the biggest. And why would you do that? Yeah. One, like that's weird. And then people offered him $10,000 to have an x-ray and he won't do it. But his friends say he's an old school dude who happened to kill a giant deer luck. Like, any, you know, mm-hmm. like this kid mm-hmm. and everything happens that happens. And he was like, fuck everybody. Yeah. I'm not going to show it until I, he said, until he's done hunting, he ain't going to answer any questions about it. Well, now they're saying that, he, that his house caught, you know, and then like, it burnt. Yeah. yeah then it burnt we don't even know if it's still even a, still around. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so who it's knows crazy who to believe in which yeah. side or whatever, but like, like that kid killing that deer is going to change things in that County and that area. Some, mm-hmm. um, but people are just hunting a ghost. Yeah. Otter slew. Um, 
I mean, I, when I was young, we hunted there every day, no problem. Before school, weekends, you were going to hunt. Mm-hmm. They had 30 spots. It's a drawing. You draw a pill, number, and then you pick places. But there was not enough people to fill all the places. Yeah. So we knew we were going to hunt, unless it may be opening day, a few mm-hmm. days, you know, but. Um, and then DU did a little video article in their magazine yeah. about it. And now there's 300 people standing yeah. there trying to hunt. And I get it. It sucks. I wish it was the way it was because mm-hmm. I'd still go. You know, I mean, I'd go up there and take my kids and try to draw a lake blind. If I didn't draw the blind, we'd just go home. Yeah. But if I drew the blind, we'd have a nice, easy, cool, potentially mm-hmm. lifetime changing hunt. But I ain't going there now. No. My son goes there about once a week and. Can't get drawed out to save his life. Yeah. And you, I put in for quick draws for this. I haven't done it yet this year, but I'm going to say five years solid every day, every twice a week put in, hmm. put it, put my name in friend's name in, you know, as many as I could put in. And then, uh, I think I got drawn twice in like five years hmm. or something. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's hard to do. Well, we'll talk, we about to, we need to wrap it up. Yeah, it's a Thursday night, and we got things we got to do tomorrow. Yep. Uh, uh, one the one last thing I wanted to talk about, uh, and oh, shit, we need a song to go out to too. Have to think of that. Um, I'll do that. On your opinion, I've been seeing this blow up on Tik. The two big things I saw this week was the Black River in Arkansas, and. I don't know enough to make it really a way decision on it because I don't hunt it, but um, it's interesting to think about. Um, they're saying some people are saying that the dude that's making those decisions owns a lot of private land and leases those out. And so he's trying to force hunters out of those areas to make more money. Who knows? Yeah. You can only make so much on that. Well, yeah. That's hard to say, mm-hmm. but um, the story out of Utah was, extremely odd and something i've never really heard of and they were talking about it and i don't know if it's got much well it's hard to say because the dude one of the guys involved work was a writer for outdoor life magazine okay um it's a rifle hunt for mule deer um and the way it goes a, a husband and a wife are hunting uh, mule deer in utah uh, which you know trophy state mm-hmm. i don't know how that easy it is to get tags and I don't know how anything works out there, but um, they come on, they walk over a ridge and glass another ridge, and this ridge has got several nice bucks on it. Um, the wife had never killed a mule deer before. The husband had. They're trying to do something together. Uh, they move in, and the biggest mule deer in the group has a collar on it, a uh, game and fish collar, GPS thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she moves into position. She shoots once and misses. Uh, husband spotting, long shot. You know, mm-hmm. as far as you know, what we would consider out here in the hills and shit. Um, shoots again, hits it, runs away and stops. She shoots again and hits it. So she got two shots on it. Um, they watch everything. They mark a point. And they start to make their way over there to go look for blood. On their way there, they run into another hunter. This is the rider from Outdoor Life. Um, you know, they trade notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is 
I'm saying the story from the side of the couple. Okay. That's the side I heard mostly. Obviously, you know, what do they say? You know, this side, there's that side and this side. Yeah, there's always two sides. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, somewhere in the middle is the, the right, this yeah. true story. Yeah. yeah. So he, they compared notes. You know, we yeah, have, we've seen deer here. We've been doing this and blah, blah, blah. Everything seems really cool. Um, of course, he asked today, shoot. Yeah, we shot at a, a deer. Um, Looked like we're pretty sure it had some type of collar or something on its neck. Uh, and the guy was like, oh, that's cool. Um, you know, I was glassing and, and saw some. I thought I saw that, too. And they said, all right, you know, we're, we're going to go blood trail, you know, go look for it. And the guy insists on helping and starts to follow him. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, they get a ways, and the wife and the husband are like, hey, this is not cool. Like, you know, this is weird. Uh, and they like, hey, can we have our, you know, can we have our, our space? Yeah. Can we have our space? We're trying to track a deer. They'd already found the blood trail, so they're following a blood trail and going to find the deer. And the dude would not leave. So after they asked him to leave and he didn't, he passed them and followed the blood trail on his own. Got way ahead of them. To the point where the couple has to start running and jogging to keep up. To keep up with. Oh him. wow! He tops a ridge. Wounded mule deer gets up. He shoots twice, drops it. Call it. It's the same deer. Mm-hmm. Deer's got four bullet holes. Um, none of them really said the accuracy of the shots, which I kind of thought I wanted to know. Like, where did she hit it? Right. Where did he hit it? Not that it makes a difference in this situation, because it's a anyway. But anyway, they don't say where it hit. Um, they both, all three of them, eventually get to the deer that's dead, and it turns into an ownership type. Thing. Yeah, and the, the riders like you know, I I I made the killing shot. Well, le- um, legally, that he's the one that should tag it. Is he? See, I don't know. I, I think yeah, it's le- the, le- is that state by state or is that? For what I've been told, <clears throat> uh, coming from somebody that, you know, that game warden told them, is that the person takes the last shot when it's The lethal tagged. shot. The, what's well, I mean, considered the lethal yeah, shot, the killing the, shot. The, the, yeah, whatever, whoever fired last that okay. is who's got to tag it. All right. But that's what I've heard. Okay. But... So that's why I've always went by, but what's what's their uh, what's the rest of the story here? Well, I mean, at this point in the story, what's your opinion? I mean, on something like that, we do know that. Now we're talking about a trophy buck. Yeah, yeah. this I mean, is this is a trophy buck on eth- top of the collar. Ethically, yeah. the first people should tag it. That's who. Yeah, legally. I mean, the the second dude shouldn't be even involved. Yeah. unless they asked him. Yeah, and we know that they asked him not to, mm-hmm. and he he proceeded on the blood trail anyway. Yeah, um, part of me wants to say that if that was me or the co- if I was the couple, I would have might have stopped just to see what would have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we heard shots as as in his direction, we might have followed in pursuit. But if I mean. I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know how, how would have felt if him passing me at the blood trail. 
you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what are you going to do? Or we don't sit here and have, we don't yeah. fight right here on, on this trail. Man, or, that, that'd be a terrible situation. Right. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Have you, have, okay. I'm going to ask this. Have you ever had that happen to you? No, I, I haven't. Joey. I've not. No. Okay. No. My dad has had that happen to him. Hmm. Um, it was like my third or fourth year hunting, you know, deer hunting and, and he shoots and this is prior to radios and prior to cell phones. And, and I hear him holler and I, I go to where he's supposed to be at and I find him and he is tracking a deer. And I don't know if my dad, he never talked about being colorblind, but I was able to see the blood trail and follow it. And I crest over the top of the hill and I jumped the deer and it runs the bottom of the ridge and back up to the top of the next ridge. And when it gets to the top of that, an old boy hammers down on it and kills it. Hmm. Whose deer is it? I mean, it's almost in the same situation. Yeah. yeah. He just backed out and let that guy have it. Cause I mean, the deer ran to him. Yeah. Now he didn't track the blood, the same blood trail, but he, yeah. I y'all, mean, so y'all just let it go. Y'all didn't go talk to him. We did not go talk to him. We was on private. On, it was on public land. And How, was it a big deer? Or? No, it was not a big deer. Okay. No, it was a spike. It, but it, that it, plays right. the fact, you yeah. know, yeah. it's not a trophy. I mean, my dad hit it. <clears throat> and where I seen blood at, it was going to be a fatal shot. Yeah. But that guy went up and it ran to him and, and, and he put, he fired several rounds. I don't know how many times he hit it, but I didn't go. Hmm. Once that happened, I stopped, you mm-hmm. know? Ain't, yeah. I, that's, that's a bad situation. Yeah. But I mean, like there's just a couple things that could have happened that could have prevented that. Like yeah. for one, maybe not telling the guy so much information. Two, I think it was pretty. I, I think it was pretty obvious they were all looking at. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not like we're in the woods, tucked in our little spot. You know, out out wet. Yep, you yeah, haven't been out, out there. Open. You know, your glass country. You know, your glass. <clears throat> a lot of people can see the same shit mm-hmm. you're looking at, and you don't even know they're yeah, close. Even there. You know. Well, I I for sure wouldn't have let the guy get in front of us. What do you do then? You're with your wife. I mean, if we're all dude, if, if and we're, this, you just told this dude, hey. You need to back off. You know, we're trying to trail our deer, and, and, and we appreciate the help, but, you know, we got this. I and then he runs around you and takes off. <laughs> <laughs> I will have caught up. <laughs> yeah, but then what do you do? I mean, really? You know, I'm saying, I, mean, I agree with you. I, I would mean, not let we're him also, get ahead. We're also carrying firearms. Yeah, I would have tried yeah, my Both of you. I, yes. I would have tried my hardest to stay in front of him on the trail. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, in my head, you know, deer ain't never dead to you. Yeah, see, so you lay hands on it. So I mean, this you know, as far as you know, this deer's still alive, which it was in that case. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I mean, I would have stayed with the guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, and like I said, with it being a trophy, that throws a whole another, you know, yeah. deal in there. Plus, having to call her that even more. I mean, it's probably the worst situation possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it gets deeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So when they get there. Oh, um, we ain't done. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Let's go, Paul. It's interesting. <laughs> the rest of the story. <laughs> Paul Harvey here. Chad's still like, who the fuck? Paul that? Harvey. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. oh, he used to come on three days a week or yeah. three times a week. Uh, three times a day. On week. like clear 94. Yeah. Huh. At like 630, 730, and 1130. Yeah. I, I need to Google and listen back to some of yeah. his. He just—I don't know—he's a dude who would just come on and tell stories. Yeah. Just, yeah. You ought to check him out. But 
Uh, so they get to the deer, you know, and they're arguing about who's keeping the deer or whatever. Um, the single guy, the writer, said that um, they, the agreement they made was that he would pay for a replica to be made, but it was going to be his deer and he was going to tag it because that was her first mule deer and she didn't deserve a deer of that caliber. Okay. Man. And eventually, uh, at first, the wife, the wife first agreed to that deal, and then eventually, the husband, her husband, did too. Now, how aggressive and forcefully was that guy? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's holding a, again. You know, he's holding a gun. Right. It's already weird as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're saying, he already ran ahead of you. And yeah. When you yeah. Went, yeah. This has already went what, has went but south quickly. Yeah. He he. You're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. He, he worded it so bad too, though. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, now this is again according to them. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't know. Whole situation just terrible. <laughs> oh, mean, it's ugly. I would have got mad just for him saying it like that. Yeah, like you know, this is her first deer. She don't you know deserve. deserve. If anything, you know that's more deserving. Yeah, it sounds to me like it was very hostile, tense environment. The wife just you know, like hey, hey just, I just want to get out of here right I mean, now. It's, yeah, you know, like we're. A lifelong hunter of a, a trophy might have been mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. she was just like, hey, this ain't worth it. And then the husband eventually agreed and they moved on. <clears throat> um, so anyway, they um, that's what happened. Uh, then uh, there was post on the Internet. The story got out and uh, the conservation department got involved, different things and the. uh Outdoor Life magazine interviewed the the writer mm-hmm. uh, and the couple and got a, both accounts of what happened. And then the guy lost. His, he's fired. They fired him. Yeah, they fired him. They said his actions. Um, they didn't say they were illegal or whatever. You no, know, nothing's illegal. He didn't do anything illegal. They said they were not in the taste of. It's very unethical. Their guideline you know yeah, the way yeah, they think yeah. you know that's not the way you handle you, you don't mm-hmm. jump in on somebody's and which obviously is obvious to me right but yeah it's that'd it's be blowed up everywhere that, that'd be like that. let's say like y'all this this opening weekend you know daffron shooting that big buck let's say y'all all went and helped track it you end up walking walking up on him and he's still alive jumps up you blast him so you guys are helping tracking his buck and you shoot him Technically, mm-hmm. it's your deer, but you you know what would you I would do? Ne- I mean, would you let I mean because, Daffron go ahead and tag because mm-hmm. you're helping him track his deer? That's a great example mm-hmm. because if it, you <clears throat> change the whole scenario is the same, but you know the person mm-hmm. they're yeah. your friend and mm-hmm. or camp partner. Mm-hmm. It'd be that's theirs. exactly and he coming to ask you for help too. That's exactly yeah. what happens, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what you know. I would never, even if he hit that, I don't care where he hit it. You know, he could shoot it through the gut. Um, and maybe, some, you know, like knowing, of course, we're family and friends, but, you know, we would gut it and look at the shots and he would say, that deer don't die. Well, I mean, I've seen, but I'm saying, I've seen but, articles of, of uh, two best friends walking out together and a big buck jumps up and they both shoot it and there's two bullet holes in it. Mm-hmm. And they don't know, you know, they both shot it. Now, they don't know which one shot it that was a lethal shot, but they... They both said, "Hey, let's put our money together, and we'll mount this deer, and then we'll build a replica." 
and we're, it's going to be both our deer. Yeah, it's it's both idea. ours. That was a friend of mine. That he, he would always say, both ours. It's both ours. But somebody's got to tag it. Yes. Yeah. And, and one and of them tagged That kind of sounds like what they ended up kind right. of doing. I think, but I think the couple was felt like they were forced into yes, doing yes. it. Yes, yes. Now, this was, this was what I, like I said, it was amongst friends, just like yeah. you were saying earlier. This is not amongst friends, what yeah. happened in Utah. This right. is, this is, this is ugly. Stranger. So yeah. the last, the last piece of the puzzle that I've, looked into so the the uh the writer the guy mm-hmm. who got fired uh made a public statement and um i can't remember exactly what he said um but the key point of his statement was he said that uh something prior to that deer being shot something illegal happened prior to that deer being shot and it was not by his group but he does not want to divulge the information to the public and get anyone else in trouble. But previous, right before that, he had hinted at and questioned that the fact that he thinks they knew they had access to the GPS collar location mm. prior to killing that deer. So he thinks that they have, or he's a, he doesn't say it, but he's, but he's in a roundabout to. way. He's alluding, alluding yeah, to that they had. That they those people the couple knew where that deer was because it had a GPS collar and they had in they had access to that information insider information yes. yeah almost like insider trading yeah. information yeah so hmm. then that throws a whole nother like mm-hmm. you're like well, did they or not well didn't if they did if even if they did all right that's bad but it still don't justify like you didn't know that at the time or how you know like right. so you can't just cut in from on the line you know. It's like cutting in a line at Six Flags. Well, how does I mean? How do we? How does he know that they had that information? I don't know. I don't know. It 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 just happened because if you had that information, wouldn't you just cut across? Why would you even look for the blood trail? Yeah. Why even worried about the blood trail? That's true too. Why aren't you just making a straight line? The fastest point for me to be is a straight line. If that deer's over here and you walk, maybe they did. Well, I mean, unless they. But if that guy's, if they cut in front, that other guy would make it sound like he knew where the coordinates was a little bit better than they did because he got in front of them. Well, I mean, unless they knew that where the deer was to hunt it. You know, let's say they knew somebody. Yeah, but the deer moves. That works for the. Like with the game and fish that was like, hey, you know, we're tracking, we got a GPS on this deer and it's showing it's in this. This area, canyon, he's this basin, stud. yeah, he's a stud. Just, you know, he, go, he's been tracked. He's been had a collar for three years, and he's yeah, he's two. He's, he's two, grande. He's two thirty. Yeah. Yeah. he's a two thirty muley. Yeah, like Hazel, just go up, go down this holler here, and or canyon, whatever you call yeah. it, over there, and try this. You know, that's where we last picked him up. But at. I mean, we're talking about a basin that that could be three hundred acres. Yeah, yeah. that's like, that's still a needle in the haystack. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing to spot it. But then to get it in front of somebody else, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy things yeah. that's going on with the story that that well this it could happen. But if they knew I, the I'd, coordinates, I'd why didn't they just go straight line yeah. to it? I'd say the guy's just he's probably just throwing crap out there yeah, now, pulling straws. Yeah, man, that's just, that that's just a crappy that's a crappy situation. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be in it. No, but I mean, like I said, if he was a friend, it wouldn't it wouldn't even be half that. Yeah, like I said, oh, yeah, it wouldn't even be you a know, conversation. Or like, like the example we brought up, you know, it wouldn't even, you know, even though you might have, legally, if you shot that deer of Daffron's when you're tracking it, mm-hmm. you know, legally it'd be yours. But I mean, you ain't gonna slap a tag on that. No, 
No, and it's it just it proves that point I mentioned earlier. Like, don't let hunting. You know what I mean? Like, right. It just is. I get it, but nobody's going to remember who the hell you were in eighty years. <clears throat> Or, no, no, no or let care. alone that you killed a 180. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It, no one's on care in 50, in 50 <laughs> yeah. years that we used to call Chad Killer. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to know. I mean, you know what I mean? Really, it's not in the long term. There'll be more bucks come along. Yeah. yeah. More killers walk around. I mean, we've done past my killer name on down to yeah. die for him. Yeah. We done passed it down to the goat. I'll let dad know. He'll be pumped. <laughs> yeah. That's really fitting. Yeah. Well, that's, a good, that's really what you need yeah. to say. Yeah, it's um, it just don't uh, it's not that serious, man. It is. I mean, we take it serious, but golly, that's some people go too far. Yeah, yeah. and um, there's just there's a point. Yeah, and it, and it makes it work. It can be unenjoyable. You know, and well, when it, you, when it you finally us, it gives us hunters a bad name. Yes, too. when you finally realize that. Yes, I know that you're struggling this year. You know, just to get out and and kill a doe. You, but you say year. This year, years. Oh, okay. there's a nest on the end of that. <laughs> but I mean, you still want, you still enjoy getting out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care if I don't kill. I mean, I, I enjoy just being out there. Yeah, that's what all non-killing deer hunters say. Yeah, that's yeah. What I enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> I just like the outdoor, just yeah. peaceful. Or I, that's my church. <laughs> there was but, a song written about it, but I believe it. To so all right, let, we are all three hunters. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will, we'll wrap it up with this, uh, bringing it back to that <clears throat> that to that big one. So this is a fourteen year old kid that killed that two thirty, which is fucking awesome. Uh-huh. Like I, that's all amazing. Yeah. Um. But um. So like, as a hunter, what's your goal? Is your goal to kill two thirty, or not even your goal? Would you be excited to kill a two thirty? <laughs> yeah, everybody's like hell. Yeah, but but are you really like? I mean, it, I, it's gonna. There's a lot. I'm telling you, there's a lot now of things you that's can't, gonna change. You cannot turn around and kill that and then tell them I'm not gonna kill nothing bigger than that one now. No, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's gonna pull the trick, but it comes with weight. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Yeah. Like in, there's, you know, we know people who have killed big deer in this area. And we may know exactly how it went down, but we also know the rumors and shit that went around about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that motherfucker, he's poached. Yeah, he spotlighted he's spotlighted. You know, yeah. it he's always comes for, with I, He's out there not full. I, I'd say that's probably not with every area. I, I mean, I'd say our area, yeah. definitely. No, it's everywhere. Hey, but, there was a 30-point buck killed several years ago in Grandin. Killed yeah. the night before deer season. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I he mean, was on I, the cover of Missouri. You're going to catch heat, yep. and or it's going to change things in your. I area. think when it, like when it comes to hunting, like I, I don't really think it's all about the size of the deer. I mean, because I've had better hunts shooting smaller deer than like my the big buck I shot. Mm. It wasn't it wasn't really that great of a hunt. Yeah, like the when I, I the doe I shot from the ground with my yeah. bow, it was way more. It, you know, it goes ahead a lot of my like, big deer. Yeah, I have like a hundred and twenty inch eight point that. You know, very widespread, but I shot when I was real young, and that today, uh, to this day, that's still my best hunt yet. Yep, you remember every second, but it's not my biggest deer. Yep. So I mean, I don't really think, you know, the size. I mean, the size of the buck is something you're going to remember. It may not matter to you, to you at the time, but it's going to. But it matters to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like if you kill a two thirty or whatever, it matters to everybody else. 
And even if it's only like 2% of the population that are, you know, shitty and like, oh, I'm going to go in there and buy everything or do this. And it's still happening. Yep. It's still a percentage. Yep. Um, Cause I mean, I can't, you know, like duck hunting's changed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you asked me at the age of 20 uh, about duck hunting, I would say right now, I'd be like, oh yeah, my kids are duck hunting with me. I've got a, a blind, I've got a field, I flood it. And we hunt it, and we have good days and bad yep. days. But I would absolutely guarantee you that's what we would be doing yep. right now. And we're not because those same places I used to hunt get $5,000 a year mm-hmm. to lease that pit out. Yep. And I don't blame the dude for doing that. Make your money. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have guessed it. You yep. know what I mean? And I, deer can go the same way real quick. Real quick. It's heading that direction, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how many more shows we don't have about deer hunting? I mean, shoot, we can get 15 apps on our phone right now. Just it has to do with deer hunting alone. Yeah. We're not talking about anything else. Just straight deer hunting. There's more stuff related to deer hunting than waterfowl hunting. Yeah. I, I, mean, I did see where Onyx, I'm pretty sure Onyx has, is having a, kind of sponsored through DU, but they're having like a, I guess they're going to have another uh, filter, but I don't really know what it, what all it's going to, you know, include. But it's it is gonna be a du oh yeah Onyx filter changed. for Onyx Onyx changed the game too mm-hmm. yeah you had to have woodsmanship to get into some of the places people just fuck just go oh, I'm yeah. you got to I just follow my GPS or she just need to know how to get around you know with with a compass or whatever Plus, I mean I think it helps like these out staters I, oh know, yeah. I, I talked to our local game warden you say that like it's dirty. Well, I mean, it, it, them old dirty out of staters. It's not dirty, but it is when they're hiding I, in I, your spot. Yeah, I just, I mean, I talked to our game warden, you know, probably a month ago, and he said he checked this area last year, year before, whatever, and some guys from, I don't know, like, like the East Coast, had came over here, really to waterfowl hunt. Yeah, oh yeah, didn't draw out that slough. Mm-hmm. Came down south there, and just found a spot on Onyx that looked okay. And he said they was on the X. He said they just straight warm out down there. Mm-hmm. Public he, ground or what? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, public. Just, yeah, just south of here. Yeah, yeah, warm out. Never. I mean, not even been like don't even live here. Mm-hmm. Just didn't draw out up north. Drove south. Found a little spot on the map. Looked like it was going to hold water, or looked like it's holding water and warm out. And you think if you were duck hunting that area, it'd make you mad? I mean, it, I could see that. I mean, it don't face I me. see it. I'm not a duck hunter. I can see yeah. it too, but on the flip side. I look at it as, a, as an if deer we, If where we lived, we didn't have mallards <clears throat> or whatever, and we, me and all of us, the podcast crew, we're going to make an out-of-state trip and hunt the public ground and so-and-so, and we're going to go kill mallards. Mm-hmm. And you get there. And you work, do the work. You try to draw at a public place. You don't draw. You you scout a little bit. You go to the spot and you luck into the hunt of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. That'd be a memory we would like. It's yep. one day. Yep. That dude for one day, and those people had that memory forever. Mm-hmm. Where and you're mad because I I know what you're like. If it was my <laughs> spot, I don't. You know, it's just so weird that it's that way. Yep. Like a local that's been there like every day of the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they're in their spot, but. Uh, it is what it is. Or two hundred yards away, just hammering them. It's public yeah. land. I mean, yep. it's it's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you either love it or you hate it. Mm-hmm. You love it some days, and you probably hate it tomorrow. 
Yeah. It's part of it. What else we got? Anything? Ah. About wraps it up, ain't yeah. it? Y'all getting, I'm hungry. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. Well, uh, this old fart about ready to go home and go bed. Uh, Chad's been drinking water all night. <laughs> H2O. Uh, where'd that Taco Bell cup come from? That was dinner. Pop, pop love. Huh? That's two times, bro. He didn't bring nothing. That's two times you came fries. and didn't ask, Hey, I'm running through the bell. Y'all want a quesadilla? Something. Nothing. Or no, yeah. that, well, that was before I'd say I, you don't even have to call us. Just grab an ca- extra quesadilla. Yeah. And I, when you show up, to, hey, you want a quesadilla? I'll be like, Man, yeah, I want a quesadilla. Yeah, I, Thanks, dude. A- inflation. Inflation. <laughs> stuff, stuff too high nowadays. <laughs> I'd go wash dishes, pay for that. Uh-huh. I, I could, I'll could. i buy you a quesadilla. I got a good bonus. I got some money I could throw around, you know. <laughs> I'm glad somebody got one. That's Christmas bonus. <laughs> well, you got a good, you got a good raise. You'll be I'm, all right. I'm over here eating ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm only eating half a pack a day now trying to cut costs. There you go. But. All right, well. Chat or Kyle, not Chad. Kyle, we missed you. Yes, sir. Um, Maybe next week he'll be here. He's supposed to come home Monday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I miss you, but we probably just put together the best episode we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Um, that seems to happen. But, uh, man, hopefully you guys are killing some deer. We've got alternative season coming up. Uh, we've all got tags still to fill. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be after them. Like I said, we're, my family's trying. We're trying to put some deer on the ground any way we can. So we'll see. And, Duck season and, started in the southern zone today. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, uh, we got some listeners that duck hunt. We'd love to hook up and take a hunt sometime. Get you on the podcast. Do a few things. Um, yeah. Get us a season, mid season, early season, mid season report. Yeah, yeah. Let us know what's going on, dude. The boot hill. You like like the Arkansas is big in waterfowl, you know, in the state, but the Boot Hills is like the Boot Hills should be in that yeah, category. It is because yeah. it changed with mm-hmm. it, you know, the mm-hmm. flooded right. You know, like people are hunting in big lakes and they're like, well, uh, five miles there is Missouri, but yeah. it's just as good. Yep. Yeah. Until um, you get to the hills, it's all that way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we get thrown in the mix, but um, I love duck hunting. And a friend of mine got some good beagles. Right yep. the season's firing up. It's we've had a frost or two, so it's time to start killing some bunnies too. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I'm going to look at uh, like we talked about alternative season, maybe an AR pistol platform mm-hmm. or something. And I'm gonna, we're going to try to give one away at our sportsman's banquet coming up in March. If you're at local in the area, first weekend of March in Glenville, we have a sportsman's banquet. That's uh, a great time. Great food, great drinks, a lot of cool prizes and drawings and games. And um, come check it out. Uh, it's a big fundraiser for us, and um, it's a good time. I'm gonna try to get uh, Justin and Kyle in there this year. Maybe yeah, I want to come. Um, but anyway, we're talking about putting the infrared or you know infrared scope hmm. AR platform. I want to do some nighttime coyote hunting this winter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that would be the shit. Yeah. You know, late January, February, March. Yep. I think uh, I may actually be going hog hunting. Yeah, in Texas. Nice. Uh, with ran, your, with your otter slew buddies, or no? I, I actually my college buddy. He's actually getting married the weekend of the sportsman banquet. So this is gonna be the first one I'm not gonna be able to attend. Mm. But uh, but now we're actually his bachelor trip. We're trying to go to Texas here in January, just for a day or two, and just hunt uh thermals or Boy. hunt hunt night uh for hogs with thermals. Yeah. 
That'll be sweet. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be um, cool. I, shout out to Joe Crane if he's listening. Joe <clears> let me borrow his gun uh, one season, and I got to go a few times, but I never got to shoot at a coyote with it. Uh, but pretty, it was awesome. I mean, it was pretty that, good. Yeah, or pretty good scope, I guess. Or I, I, I'm assuming he has a really good one. I, I don't know. I haven't looked into him enough to know, but you you know where my house is. You yeah, know where my mm-hmm. house is. If you look in the valley, there's one house in the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then the big house on the hill and the house in the bottom, um, they had a bonfire in the backyard and I could look through it and if they were facing me with the light on their face. I could pretty well tell you who it was, mm. but I know them, you know, yeah. but mm. that's, you know, I mean, it was, but you could definitely shoot them. If yeah. You wanted to shoot them. You could <laughs> definitely see them good enough to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's, uh, I went out and did some calling with it and, uh, Never had a coyote come in that I could get a shot on, but I had deer in the field while I was coyote hunting yeah. and can look at them through the scope, and it was, mm. yeah, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm going to try that sweet. out. Yeah. Well, let me know. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot on the docket. Yeah. Hey, it's killing season. That's all I know. Yep. All right, we're going to shut it down. Thank you for listening. Uh, check out our sponsors. Uh, as always, uh, look at them. You can find them on the Internet, I'm sure. Nukem blinds. Uh, yeah, Nukem and Kyle. Kyle will play the deal before we yep. start. But, yeah, Nukem and Trent and Horny Deer Sense and I don't know who else. Rapid Rats. Rapid Rats. Yeah, keep strutting. Keep strutting. We appreciate all y'all. Some of them may not even be sponsors right now, but we love the their products and what they do. So, um, yeah, hit them up, and uh, we'll be back hopefully. Uh, Next week. Hopefully with some kills on the yeah. ground. All right, peace. Peace.